Welcome to the WWE Podcast Mailbag, the takeover edition that happens every time there's a premium live event. Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan will be here, which means the next time they are going to take over the show is not going to be until WrestleMania. That's crazy, right? But they're here this week as Extreme Rules is on Saturday, and they're here to answer all of your emails. And you guys certainly gave them enough content to talk about, as always, such a such a really just a blessing to have them on the show as they do such a, a great job just explaining their positions and just bring a new voice and a perspective to the show that certainly is needed. Um, I know that you guys don't like to hear me drone on and you like to hear alternate perspectives and con- uh, really conflicting opinions, and they provide that. So I'm really grateful that they're able to do this even on a uh, part-time basis. So here we go. I'm going to do the voicemails at the beginning of the show. And they're going to have the main event here. I'll, I'll be the opener, so to speak. They'll be the main event uh, on the second half of the show covering all of the emails. So I'm going to get everything started right after this. Let's talk about supplements for just a minute. The market of supplements is overcrowded, right? It's oversaturated. There's too many to choose from. You just don't know which one you want. You don't know which one's effective, what has potential harmful side effects. Well, I have one that I can tell you with confidence is not only not going to give you any of those negative side effects, but also will provide you with the energy that's sustainable. It doesn't have those crashes. And the product I'm talking about is called Energy Boost. It's from a company called Vitali Boost, and they sell a bunch of other great products. But you can check out the website at vitaliboost.com. That's V-I-T-A-L-I boost.com. So what makes Energy Boost so great? Well, It's made from natural, clinically researched ingredients that include caffeine, B vitamins, and other energy-stimulating nutrients, and it's perfect whether you're working out, gaming, studying, or during those intimate times with your partner. Not only does Energy Boost give you sustained, powerful energy, it's also specifically formulated to avoid those negative effects that I was talking about that some people experience with just consuming caffeine alone. I'm a massive coffee drinker. I can tell you the crash is no fun, right? We all know that. Those of us that are Starbucks, affectionados, or um, wherever you may get your coffee, we all know what that does. This is not going to give you that crash. And Vitality Boost, by the way, is a leader in the supplement uh, energy market, and customers absolutely love them. Right now, they have a 92% five-star review on Judge Me. It's a third-party review platform that only accepts reviews from verified purchases, so you know they're not just creating these manufactured uh, manufactured reviews. These are real people reviewing the product, honestly, and 92% is a, an amazing, amazing uh, five-star rating review. So check out Energy Boost today, risk-free. You can go to VitaliBoost.com. Again, that's V-I-T-A-L-I Boost.com. You use our promo code WWE for a discount. But if you're interested in learning a little bit more about the science behind Energy Boost, visit my Vitali Boost's health guide at VitaliBoost.com. Again, V-I-T-A-L-I Boost.com. And right there, you'll find information from peer-reviewed academic journals about the active ingredients in all of Vitali Boost's supplements. All of these supplements, by the way, are made in the United States. That's cool. And a reminder, go to VitaliBoost.com and use our promo code WWE. You'll get a discount on the Energy Boost and all of their other great supplements. So don't miss out, guys. Go check out Energy Boost. And again, it's vitaliboost.com, V-I-T-A-L-I boost.com. This is WWE superstar Drew McIntyre, and you're listening to the WWE Podcast. One that everybody wants me. Becky Lynch is going 
16 says I just whipped your ass. This is my idol. You're going to acknowledge me. Welcome to the WWE Podcast Mailbag. We're here and we're ready to talk all things Chamber, all things you guys love, all things you guys hate. And as you said, heard at the beginning of the show, and as I'm sure you've discovered by the title of this show, this is going to be the takeover show, meaning Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan are here live in studio, because that makes me sound cool, and they're going to be doing all of your emails. And uh, like I said, boy, you, you guys certainly swamped them, but they enjoyed it, and they did an awesome job as always. And uh, looking forward to uh, looking forward to hearing from them again. And it'll be WrestleMania week. I mean, they're always welcome beforehand, but certainly they um, will be covering WrestleMania week, which is going to be wild. It's going to be wild, guys. As of right now, I mean, I'm recording this actually on a Thursday. I'm a bit late getting this out Thursday morning, uh, but uh, we could be talking about a Stone Cold Steve Austin return. We could be talking about uh, possibly a Bailey return, an Oscar return. We could be talking about Brock as WWE champion. We, guys, there's so much to, that we can look forward to here uh, at the uh, at, at WrestleMania as we get closer and closer, just, what, six weeks away now. So uh, let's get everything going. Let's not waste any time, and let's jump in <clears throat> to our very first voicemail, which you guessed it, guys. You guessed it. It is none other than Mr. DJ Kuzmo. Here we go. Hello! WWE Podcast World. This is DJ Kuzmo back at it again on your mailbag show. I'm recording to you live on a Tuesday, but not on a Tuesday evening. I am going to a graduation tonight. But first and foremost, it is official, not Adam Pierce official, that the Los Angeles Rams have won the Super Bowl 23-20. to But before I get there, shout out to everybody that was in the Discord chat this past Super Bowl Sunday, and it was awesome to see casual wrestling fan and Kanye Twitty and Josh and Uncle Chris and everybody that came in and, and Michael Ritter and everybody that came in and chimed in as to who would win the Super Bowl. I was part of the minority of folks that wanted to see the Cincinnati Bengals win the Super Bowl. And now that today has been a couple of days removed from the Super Bowl, I have to owe my end of the bargain because Kanye Twitty said, okay, if uh, the, if not the St. Louis Rams, but if the Los Angeles Rams if they win the Super Bowl, uh, DJ Kuzmo, you have to cut a promo. Also, okay, here it goes today. And for the, I guess you could say, the second time in their team history, the, no, why am I saying the St. Louis Rams? The Los Angeles Rams have won the Super Bowl 23-20. to And good God almighty, it was one of the most uh, close nail-biting finishes, but not too much of excitement because the, the L.A. crowd, I don't know what's going on with them. Are they even real? Uh, Los Angeles Rams fans. But anyway, let's get to the plays. Shout out to Matthew Stafford. He has finally won his Super Bowl ring after years, years, years of being on the woebegone Detroit Lions. Shout out to my boy Odell Beckham, who was drafted by my New York Giants and has finally won his Super Bowl. Just to see the emotion pouring out on Odell Beckham. Just to see the passion in his eyes as he has finally, finally won his Super Bowl. And oh my goodness. Oh my my goodness, was it a joy to see that the Los Angeles Rams are finally Super Bowl champions, and now we could say that uh, Coach McVay has finally gotten the monkey off his back because most likely he, he probably could have gotten fired or whatever the case may be on that. But shout out to the Los Angeles Rams. 
it was a great thing to see that they finally pull it out and got their Super Bowl wins. And just to see Matthew Stafford, just to see Odell Beckham, just to see uh, even Aaron Donald and everybody that partake and participated in getting the championship back to the city of Los Angeles for the Los Angeles Rams. And shout out to everybody because this was their opportunity. This was their window to get to that Super Bowl, to finally win that Super Bowl. So shout out to everybody in the Los Angeles Rams management that did whatever it took just to get Matthew Stafford, just to get Odell Beckham, and just to get a quality of role players to go alongside the quarterback, the wide receiver, the running back, and everybody that was a part of this team. Shout out to the Los Angeles Rams. So Kanye Twitty, you you want your promo? This is your promo, my friend, because the Los Angeles Rams have pulled off, uh, uh, I guess you could say, a much-needed and obvious win against my Cincinnati Bengals. And I will say this, who day, who day. But we will be back again next year because Joe Burrow is the quarterback of the future. But enough about football. Enough about football. Let's talk about some professional wrestling. And all I got to say is just two words. And it's not Veer Mahan. It's not even a... Uh, a popular name like Roman Reigns. I'm talking about one of the most exciting uh, debuts that happened in AEW, I guess, since uh, Adam Cole. And that is none other than Keith Lee. He is now finally all elite after the many weeks that speculations and rumors were running wild that this guy would show up on Dynamite, and he did. And the pop was amazing. It was huge just to see Keith Lee debut in AEW, and for all of the time when he was on Monday Night Raw, no longer is he going to be a Bearcat. No longer is he going to be uh, handcuffed by creative and Vince McMahon. He is free to be all elite Keith Lee, and I am excited to see the potential for this guy because he is right now, he's at his peak right now in his mid-30s, and I hope to see now that he has qualified for the face of the Revolution ladder match coming at AEW Revolution pay-per-view, I am booking him to be the favorite to win that ladder match. Well, with that being said, guys, that's all I got to say this week because all he leaked, Keith Lee is in AEW. And of course, of course, I should say once again, congratulations, congratulations to the Los Angeles Rams in beating and defeating the Cincinnati Bengals 23-20. to Thanks once again, everybody. I hope you will have a blessed week. We do have Elimination Chamber this coming Saturday. I will not be watching it live. I'll be watching it later on on that day. But I hope you all have a blessed week, and I will talk to you all next time. DJ, what's going on, brother? Yeah, boy, uh, the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I didn't even really cover it on my show just because I'm not a, I'm not a huge football guy. I did watch some of the game and some of the the, the pregame and or uh, rather the halftime show, all that stuff that everyone's talking about. More people are talking about the halftime show than the actual uh, winner of the Super Bowl, and that's probably because neither team has a, a you know more than ten fans per uh, per franchise. I mean, it's just a fact. I mean, it's not exactly a big market game. I'm not saying neither are talented teams, but the, the, the fact is that it's not like the Giants, it's not the Cowboys, it's not the the Patriots or the Eagles, but respect to the, the Rams, sure. Yeah, they won, and uh, OBJ getting injured during the game, <laughs> early in the game too. Uh, yeah, He got a Super Bowl ring, but he didn't wasn't really a contributor, so to speak, during the game. Not any fault of his own, but uh, so yeah, he, he does get his ring, and um, 
you know, it's uh, it's now turning to March Madness. March Madness is now next for those that actually give a damn. It's kind of the buffer between football and baseball starting. And I'm looking forward to baseball starting. I know a lot of people yawn at that. A lot of people are, oh, it's 162 games. Yeah, but that means I don't have to wait a week for a game to happen. Or in some cases with the bye week, two weeks for your team to play. That's why I love baseball. And yes, every game isn't as important necessarily weight-wise in terms of football. But anyway, I don't want to be talking about the professional sports. Let's talk about the real, the only professional sport of professional wrestling. And that is, uh, yeah, professional um, um, Keith Lee, right? Let, let's, if you want to talk about Keith Lee, um, I don't watch AEW, as we all know, as religiously as our, uh, our awesome host that does cover AEW and Mimi Burris and you, DJ, and many others. But Keith Lee debuting in AEW is a big deal. Big deal. And I'm glad that he's able to find a home there. Uh, he did get a big pop. <clears throat> Hopefully his momentum continues. But it's difficult when, you know, you get that big pop and you know eventually it's going to fade. What do they do with your long term is the big thing. It's Even CM Punk's pops have faded because it's going to happen. Even when Stone Cold returns, if he does, he's going to get a just a you talk about it, it literally may blow the roof off of whatever uh, arena he returns in <clears throat> Columbia, South Carolina, maybe this week on Raw, whatever it is. But eventually your your pops fade and it's all about what do they do with you? What's the long term plan? Let, let's not just think about the big pop moment, you know, so I wish Keith Lee nothing but the best. Uh, it looks like he's putting some weight and I hope that's, you know, I know he's had some health issues, too. And I'm fine with wrestlers being big. Hell, we've had very successful big men in the business. Very. I mean, look, look at uh, Vader, Yokozuna, you know, big show. So, you know, just because he's getting gotten heavy doesn't mean that he can't be successful. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I know he's had some health issues and weight doesn't help with that. So, I mean, again, I'm not his doctor. I don't know, but I just do wish him the best. So, uh, anyway, DJ, great to hear from you. Thank you for starting off the show with your high energy. And uh, let's see where we go from here. Hello, Matt. This is Sharon from Israel. First of all, I want to say a good week. I hope you are fine. Um, yes, uh, in the last uh, weeks I understood that uh, maybe it would be better that I will do a response before pay-per-view or after something big happens because, I don't know, in the past weeks uh, uh, Raw and SmackDown are pretty much expected and nothing big happens, so this is why I'm not giving a response every week. Second thing, I want to say that my wife knows about us. Yeah, it sounds weird, but I heard the last week mailbag show in a loud, in a speakers, while I was doing a, a meal in the kitchen, and then... My wife got in the kitchen, heard the mail from DJ Cosmo that he gave me a shout out and said something about the World Rumble. And then he, she heard you saying, Sharon from Israel. And she was, what? Why this man in the phone saying your name? What? What's going on here? And for a few seconds I thought, okay, this is it. I'm not going to see wrestling anymore. The relationship between me and the WWE podcast is over. I thought, well, what's going to happen? <laughs> and then I just explained uh, what's happened and uh, why uh, my name is uh, being said in the podcast. And she understood it. And I got to say that one of the main reasons that I'm married to my wife 
is the fact that she is still love me although I see wrestling I mean most of the time she's like laugh on me and say oh you see these uh, men with underwear and those women with uh, bra and underwear and they are wrestle but it is not real so yes she just saying okay whatever also like when I'm on my uh, work and I see uh, wrestling like between uh, lessons in the school that I'm teaching and always when I see it I try to do it like secret like to the screen on the phone like uh, smaller um, yes so I gotta say that I'm the only one and to see wrestling and uh, no friends no co-workers of, of course not my wife and By the way, does your wife know that you do wrestling? I guess she is because you do this uh, podcast all the time. But uh, how did your wife uh, respond when she knew that you are a fan of wrestling? Maybe you can put this question to the other uh, fans and the people that give you a response in the podcast. So, yes, yeah, so this is the second thing. The third thing and the main thing maybe... Uh, talk a little bit about the events of the past few weeks uh, first of all and the, the f- more fresh event is the thing with the Gotland match of the elimination chamber of the women it was the weirdest thing ever first of all Gotland match format really really bad unexpected because the same thing happens all the time The one that wins the Kotlet match is the one that enters the last. And it's this thing that always makes sense. It is the most uh, fresh uh, competitor. It is the one that uh, uh, knows what to do in order to win the competitor that is tired. So it's the most expected one. The second thing, not all the women in the elimination match was in the Gotland match. It was so weird. I mean, think about it. Bianca Beller won Rhea Ripley. And then she was happy because she knew she's winning the Gotland match. But there was a six women. So why are you happy? And then, okay, this uh, thing finished. I guess that the six women didn't care about uh, being the last one. So this means that the Gotland match has no meaning, whatever. And then Alexa Blitz decides that she will be in the simulation chamber. I mean, why would you put yourself there? I got to say, I know that you will hate me. But even, I don't know, Selena Vega or um, different uh, Carmela or... I don't know maybe even Tamina they are better than Alexa Bliss they wrestle the last few weeks Alexa Bliss did nothing nothing in the last year and a half except of uh, doing those um, weird mind games so this match I don't know it's gonna be so weird it's gonna be so 
and probably Bianca Belair will win, and probably she will be against Becky Lynch, and probably... You see, this is what is so irritating in the last few weeks in Ryan Smegdow. Everything is so expected. I mean, you know everything is going to happen. You know that Brock Lesnar is going to win in the Elimination Chamber. I understand it time to time you say, hey, maybe Riddle will win, maybe uh, Rollins will win, maybe even Lashley, but no, you understand that this is what will happen. This is so bad, this is so boring. If you think that they are not expected and they don't know what will happen, who do you think will be the next opponent of Edge? What do you think about that, the opponent in WrestleMania? This is one thing. Second thing, I know that there are like less important uh, championships. What do you think will be with the Intercontinental cham- Championship, the United States Championship? That's it. Um, last thing, I will, will write it in the mail, but I want to talk about the this thing. Um, the Saudi Arabia event will be in a normal hour in Israel, so I can see it live. It will be also on Saturday, so I can see it uh, in a, in my free day. So, most of the events I can't see live because they are in the middle of the night and I'm not good for it. But because it will be like in a good hour in Israel, I thought maybe I will join your private Discord. But in order to do it, I need to be a Patreon. But uh, I'm not doing it because I'm a little bit afraid of uh, doing uh, internet uh, things. So maybe, I don't know, there is like some uh, one thing uh, payment that I can do in order to be in the private Discord for one time. Maybe, I don't know, I will do it uh, like as it is. So, yes, please tell me how I can be in the private Discord for one time, because other time I can't be because of the late hour of the other events. And second of all, I will be happy if we can try to do a Zoom or like a talk with each other. I have a few things that I want to debate with you. I mean, I'm not dislike you, of course, you know, I'm giving you a response for the last uh, three years. But uh, yes, I have a few subjects that uh, I think you and me have uh, different op- opinions about it. So maybe it will be nice to talk with each other. And uh, one of my biggest, uh, biggest uh, want in the last years is speak with you about wrestling. Because I don't have anyone to speak with about wrestling. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's it for tonight. Uh, thank you, and uh, yeah, have a good time. Bye. Sharon, <laughs> what's going on, man? Hey, I, I thought we sh- I thought it was just a a secret relationship, and all of a sudden it get we get exposed. I mean, that's uh that, that's concerning. You know, I I, I don't. I, I was hoping that it wouldn't come to this, and that we'd have to uh, that we would have to break our our uh, our bond here. But you know, so be it. I don't want to. I don't want to put your marriage in jeopardy. Uh, <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, I, you know, look, my wife, as far as that goes, 
she doesn't she doesn't hate wrestling. She doesn't truly understand it. it. You know, anytime you try to explain wrestling to somebody that's not a fan, they already have these preconceived notions of what wrestling is. They already have these usually negative predispositions to what wrestling is, that it's fake. It's just, as you said, a bunch of guys jumping around in their underwear uh, that, you know, it's for children that, you know, it's usually not good. And we all know as fans, that's not the case. We don't watch it because we think it's real. I even have people on TikTok commenting, telling me, you know, it's not real, right? I'm like, you you know, the earth's round, right? I mean, it's just like the most obvious crap ever. Like I, I should have said, wait a minute. You know, I, I'm just going to start playing along, right? I'm just going to start for people that actually think that I think wrestling is real. And in terms of true comp, uh, true competition, I don't mean to say fake because those injuries they get are obviously not fake. But when people say that, I'm just going to start saying, wait a minute. Wait, I thought everything we see on TV is real. Wait, movies aren't real. TV's not real. What do you, you know, I'm just going to start really playing into it because it's almost, it's almost unfathomable that people would even comment that at this point. But as far as my wife goes, she doesn't like it. She likes the income this podcast brings in. I'll say that. She likes the money. Uh, she doesn't She doesn't hate it. She doesn't love it. She likes the money coming in. She's completely supportive of me watching wrestling just because she knows what it does for the bank account. But also, uh, you know, she, she does like The Rock. You know, she likes the big, 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 big names. The ones that only the people that come around for WrestleMania like. You know, you always usually have those one or two people in your life that pop their head back in the wrestling house and go, hmm, what's going on for WrestleMania? Oh, is, the, is The Rock coming back? Is Stone Cold coming back? Is The Undertaker going to have another match? Is Hulk Hogan going to show? You know, all these people that just expect the most, the Mount Rushmore of wrestling to return at WrestleMania that only care when it's the top, top, top elite select few uh, of those performers that are back for WrestleMania. Those are the only things that people care about. The, the ones that come around for WrestleMania, those are the kinds of fans I can't stand. Um, but my, my my wife loves The Rock for obvious reasons. Um, she knows who The Rock is. She knows who Hulk Hogan is. She knows who the big, huge names are. When I first told her I was watching wrestling or I watched wrestling, we've been dating since 2013. We got married in 2015. Um, and when I first told her, you know, she actually, she knew what it was. She's actually been to a couple of events, believe it or not. She's not a fan, but she was just kind of like, oh, all right. You know, she, she didn't love it, but she was supportive of it. I mean, she watches shows that I think are stupid. Right. She watches stuff that I think is absolutely awful, like The Bachelor. Uh, you know, she watches other, you know, home like HGTV home shows and all this stuff. So it's kind of give and take, man. I mean, you, just because your partner doesn't like something you watch doesn't mean you can't be supportive of it. I mean, the, the idea is, of marriage is not to be identical in your um, in your likes and dislikes. It's to be supportive of the differences. I mean, that you're, you're two different people. I mean, just because you like something, I, you shouldn't have to hide it. I hope I hope that she at least understands that it's, you know, <laughs> you're not spending money. You're not sending me money or anything. It's just something you contribute on a weekly basis for like five minutes. You know, and if you watch wrestling, so be it. You know, I'm not a marriage counselor. Far from it. I've got my own problems. Trust me. But, uh, you know, any, anyway, yeah, that, that's what I think about that as far as the uh, the whole, you know, my wife understanding wrestling. Again, she likes the money. She knows the big names. Uh, and I don't have any other friends really other than maybe maybe like one, but I don't really talk to um, them anymore. But I, I really don't have a whole lot of friends that watch wrestling that I can talk to about it, at least in, in, in this kind of capacity. So that's why we're all here. You guys are my wrestling family, right? That's why we're all here. That's why you guys contribute weekly, as I'm assuming you don't have a whole lot of people either, like myself, to talk about wrestling with. 
you know, usually as a wrestling fan, usually not all the all the time, but you're in your own silo. And most of the time you don't have friends or family that like wrestling and then you kind of have to hide it because you know what the preconceived notions are that it's fake and you're going to you know, they're going to make fun of you. And it's like high school or even it's like middle school crap, you know, like who, anytime anybody makes fun of me for watching wrestling. I'm like, so wait a minute. What? Tell me again what TV shows you like. Tell me. Tell me again what movies you like. Are you going to tell me those are real? And the conversation usually ends right there. You know, it's I don't know why wrestling has that stigma around it as if the wrestling fans don't know that what they're watching isn't a true competition. <laughs> uh, next time I have somebody that doesn't like wrestling that's watching a movie with me, I'm going to stop the movie at the beginning and say, hey, uh, before we start, you know, this isn't real, right? All right. Anyway, I got to get on my rant. But uh, so on to the wrestling part of your uh, the actual analysis and questions you had. So Intercontinental Championship, U.S. Championship. So here's what I think is going to happen. The Intercontinental Championship. Sami Zayn's going to defend it. <sighs> Do I dare say against Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania? I, I really hope not, because to me, that's a complete waste of Sami Zayn's talent. I, I never I'm never a fan, even though Bad Bunny blew us all away last year. There, he's still a celebrity. He's not an actual mainstay. He's just a he's just a celebrity that overachieved. I don't like them bringing Johnny, you know, 58 year old Johnny Knoxville, uh, who's doing a terrible job acting on this whole thing, by the way, just god awful. Um, yeah, he took a couple of bumps at Royal Rumble. Who cares? Who cares? Uh, and then, you know, assumingly he goes against Sami Zayn, which would be ridiculous that that's going to be embar- an embarrassment, but Sami Zayn should retain at WrestleMania, and it should be against to me like a multi-person per, um, match, maybe with Johnny Knoxville as a special enforcer or something. You know that that's what I hope. As far as the United States Championship goes, I foresee uh, Damian Priest losing that at WrestleMania. Now, who who is going to lose it against? Probably against some uh, the, the the individuals that aren't in the WWE title match, but. Those in individuals in the WWE title match may or may not happen if Brock Lesnar has the title and he's going against Roman Reigns and WWE puts all their eggs in one basket, which be, would be a terrible decision. So who do I think is going to be U.S. champion at WrestleMania? We're going to I can't answer that because I don't know who or if Brock Lesnar is going to be WWE champion af, after Elimination Chamber. I can answer that after. Uh, as far as Edge goes, that is a good question. You know, when I look at the raw roster. Let, let's take a look at that. I'm pulling it up. I'm typing it in as you can you probably hear me. So let's take a look here at uh, the current raw roster. Who in the hell could face Edge at WrestleMania? Uh, Gable Stevenson? No, I'm joking. Kevin Owens is slated for Stone Cold Steve Austin. I can't believe I'm saying that. Uh, I, I, just in a way that's like, it's been almost 20 years. <laughs> um, it, it, it's not Randy Orton because that they've already gone through that. You know, it's not Riddle because Randy Orton is slated probably with Riddle. Uh, Miz, they just went through. Vera Mahan is lost in the jungle. Um, could it be against Finn Balor? You know, could, could it be against Finn Balor or Bobby Lashley? If he does, if he loses the belt at Chamber, why not Bobby Lashley versus Edge? You know, I think that's a possibility. You know, when I look ahead, there's nothing that's a fantasy matchup for me with Edge right now. WrestleMania, sadly, Edge seems kind of like an afterthought for WrestleMania, and I hate saying that. I do. So, Sharon, as far as the uh, invitation to come on the show, yeah, look, I mean, you and I are in obviously much different time zones, so we're gonna have to figure out how to work that. I think you're like I don't know eight or ten or twelve hours ahead of me, so we'll have to figure out what time works for you and for me. Email me. And we will figure out a time because that'd be fun. It'd be fun to kind of debate things that you don't agree with me on. I don't want people to agree with me on everything. 
You know, I, I, that's a, again, a lot of the criticism I get is uh, he, he just sits there and spews diarrhea out of his mouth and no one's there to stop him. So somebody stop me, please. And I'm not saying you, Sharon. I'm not, I, I'm not saying you. I'm talking about the people that, that kind of like, you know, just this crap all over the show. I am begging somebody to come on here and quote unquote, shut me up, please. I'm inviting it. Uh, it's email me. You get to the front of the line, as I said. So again, not not at you, Sharon. I'm speaking to the the people that are have actually a a, a bad motive. You don't. You're you're uh, you're one of my favorites on the show here. So okay, let's uh, let's continue on. Thank you, Sharon. Let's move on to our next voicemail. You're listening to the WWE podcast. We'll be right back after this short break. Let's talk about supplements for just a minute. The market of supplements is overcrowded, right? It's oversaturated. There's too many to choose from. You just don't know which one you want. You don't know which one's effective, what has potential harmful side effects. Well, I have one that I can tell you with confidence is not only not going to give you any of those negative side effects, but also will provide you with the energy that's sustainable. It doesn't have those crashes. And the product I'm talking about is called Energy Boost. It's from a company called Vitali Boost, and they sell a bunch of other great products. But you can check out the website at vitaliboost.com. That's V-I-T-A-L-I boost.com. So what makes Energy Boost so great? Well, it's made from natural, clinically researched ingredients that include caffeine, B vitamins, and other energy-stimulating nutrients. And it's perfect whether you're working out, gaming, studying, or during those intimate times with your partner. Not only does Energy Boost give you sustained, powerful energy, it's also specifically formulated to avoid those negative effects that I was talking about that some people experience with just consuming caffeine alone. I'm a massive coffee drinker. I can tell you the crash is no fun, right? We all know that. Those of us that are Starbucks, affectionados, or um, wherever you may get your coffee, we all know what that does. This is not going to give you that crash. And Vitality Boost, by the way, is a leader in the supplement uh, energy market. And customers absolutely love them. Right now, they have a 92% five-star review on JudgeMe. It's a third-party review platform that only accepts reviews from verified purchases. So you know they're not just creating these manufactured uh, manufactured reviews. These are real people reviewing the product, honestly. And 92% is a, an amazing, amazing uh, five-star rating review. So... Check out Energy Boost today, risk-free. You can go to VitaliBoost.com. Again, that's V-I-T-A-L-I Boost.com. You use our promo code WWE for a discount. But if you're interested in learning a little bit more about the science behind Energy Boost, visit my Vitali Boost's health guide at VitaliBoost.com. Again, V-I-T-A-L-I Boost.com. And right there, you'll find information from peer-reviewed academic journals about the active ingredients in all of Vitali Boost's supplements All of these supplements, by the way, are made in the United States. That's cool. And a reminder, go to VitaliBoost.com and use our promo code WWE. You'll get a discount on Energy Boost and all of their other great supplements. So don't miss out, guys. Go check out Energy Boost. And again, it's VitaliBoost.com. V-I-T-A-L-I Boost.com. Welcome back to the WWE Podcast. Let's get back to more great wrestling audio. Hey, it's Kyle from Baltimore. Um, so, I want to get to the 
that I was thinking about for this for a week now this play was that you know with the um chamber matches itself, thinking of for Brock Lesnar going to be in the chamber match and you know he's gonna face Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship and that's a raw uh, match as as it is. What's the harm of having Sasha being the mystery opponent of you no know, a lot of people keep on saying this could be Asuka or the Asuka that makes the most sense, but Sasha's doing a whole lot of nothing, so <laughs> What is the harm of her going over to to Raw to be in the in the Raw Chamber match? If she's in it, she's gonna have to win. But I don't know. That's that's my thought process. Lesnar's on Raw is on is on Raw, even though he's facing uh, Reigns for the for the championship. So what's stopping Sasha? I mean, I don't know. This that's the thought I just had. Maybe maybe I mentioned this last week, but I mentioned it now, and I may not happen, but. It's a whole. It's better than doing nothing, and I don't know. We'll see. And then with Becky and Lita, I'm looking forward to that match. That's going to be a fun match. I'm looking forward to seeing seeing that. I've never seen Lita before, so to see her is going to be cool. But uh, that was it. Thanks for the call. Bye. It's Kyle from Baltimore. So I already called earlier. So going to set by the color, but talk about the um chamber matches itself. Um and but after watching Rod and didn't watch Rod last night, it's got watching it Rod now, but um from Alexa Bliss. You know, part of me should have thought that she was gonna be in the chamber match itself, that where it was leading to, but and for her to get the doll back again, I think that was very stupid and pathetic. But look I don't have to like it. You don't have to like it. The people who are reviewing reviewing WWE doesn't have to like it. But every time this woman comes out, she gets great reactions. So I don't know. It's something in with the audience who like who likes Alexa. I do like Alexa. I think this whole doll thing is stupid. But she may either win the chamber, she may not. And we still, I think it may come down to Bianca, Rhea, and Alexa. As far as I'm concerned, for the final three women in, in the chamber. So that's my quick thought about it. What do you think about Alexa being added to the chamber? But that's it. Thanks for call. Bye. All right, Kyle. So Alexa being added to the chamber is I'm mixed on it. I think that her character right now is a bit of an offshoot of what she has been. It's not an exact duplicate, but it is a version of that darker character and still with Lily around. Uh, you know, it's um, it's it's kind of it's weird that her entire storyline is based around a stuffed animal. That's how you know there's a problem. That's how you know that that they don't have anything very deep for you. That everything that you are doing is based around this uh, this toy, and that doesn't that doesn't bode well for Alexa Bliss fans. So I don't think she's going to win in the chamber. But do would I rather have had Sasha? Yes. But as long as you can explain to me how Sasha gets to go to Raw and she's a SmackDown star, I have no problem with it. It's always about, to me, logic. She's a SmackDown star. How does she get to be a part of the Rumble? If there's a trade, cool. But my point is I would have done Sasha Banks over Alexa, but I still want Alexa in the ring. Alexa has been backstage on singing or um, rather swinging on play sets for too long and being this kind of mysterious, dark character. It's time for her to come to the forefront. Enough of this backstage stuff. So that's what I think. And uh, Kyle, thank you. And let's keep rolling. Hey, Matt. It's Brad in New York. Um, 
You know, I was really pissed that Naomi didn't win that match. And I understand how could she win. It's already Charlotte and Ronda, and that's what's set for WrestleMania. She can't win. You know what? You know what would have been surprising and interesting? If they gave her the championship, let her win that match. And then, you know, you still have a month. You could have, you know, February 18th on SmackDown or something like that before WrestleMania. You could have Charlotte go out there do some sort of rematch, win it back in some sort of really strong way. And, you know, Naomi had the championship for a month, yeah, but still Charlotte looks amazing. You could have made, you know, she looks amazing because she had this really strong match to win it back type of thing. And Naomi gets the championship for a month. It would have been a great surprise. It would have been completely unexpected. It would have been really cool to see it happen. And I would have personally have loved it. Um, and you could have had this whole storyline about, you know, Ronda, oh, you know, Charlotte's uh, got to get the belt back because, you know, now um, I'm locked in to face Charlotte. And you could have had this whole thing where, you know, it works. But I'm sick of the revolving door of just Charlotte, Becky, Ronda, Charlotte, Becky, Ronda, and no one else has a chance. Like DJ Kuzmo said at some point, you really need to have the U.S. and Intercontinental Championship equivalent for the women's division. You, you know, that way you can give a belt to a Naomi, a Liv Morgan, a Dewdrop, or whatever, you know, because you need the you, – you can't just have the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships being the only thing. I would do away with the tag team championships and get a mid-level belt um, equivalent to the U.S. and the Intercontinental Championship for the women, and that's, I, I think, a, a great way to go. I, I wish it was something that they would consider – but because it's too much of a revolving door at the top um, with just Becky, Ronda, Charlotte. And that's the only people that have a chance at the championship. So hope all is great. Thanks, man. Uh, talk soon. Hey, Matt, it's Brad in New York again. Um, one last thing. When Sami Zayn wins the Intercontinental Championship, you're right. His opponent better not be Johnny freaking Knoxville, that loser, that nobody that no one wants to see at WrestleMania. The opponent needs to be Rick Boogs. My name's Rick Boogs. That's right, Matt. That's who the opponent needs to be. It needs to be Boogs. That would be the perfect person to start feuding with Sami Zayn, especially after he got shocked last week by Zayn. Um, this is Boogs' moment. Boogs is a superstar. Pat McAfee knows it. We all know it. It's the perfect, perfect scenario we need to somehow get Boogs in the mix for this. And uh, Boogs needs uh, his own theme song. Um, he needs a good theme song because if you notice or if you know, when he was Eric Boogenhagen or Boogenhagen or whatever the hell his name was in NXT, he had a really good theme song. Um, and I don't know what they scrapped it for um, when he came into the Royal Rumble, but there is... Um, a perfect theme song that's already been made for him that fits him perfectly. I'm actually going to make a modified YouTube version of it, but could you imagine him coming out? My name's Rick Boogs, and then the music hits every time. Oh, man, would that be electrifying. The crowd would love it. It would almost be like The Rock. Can you smell what The Rock, you know, that whole thing at the beginning of the theme song. So I'm going to put something out on YouTube. I'm going to edit something. 
and I'm going to make an alternate uh, WWE theme song. And uh, thank you. Let's go. Rick Boogs, we want to see you as the next Intercontinental Champion after Sami Zayn. Thank you. And just to finish up something about Boogs that you might not know, um, Boogs actually um, has probably the most prolific following on YouTube of any WWE wrestler. And I mean that. If you look up Eric Bugenhagen, he has all these videos of him powerlifting in his gym and in his garage. He has a video, he has videos up that get 100, 200, 300,000 views. This guy. So his popularity is off the charts. And he built it all himself. He has, I'm just looking it up, 268,000 subscribers to his um, YouTube channel. So I don't know if you knew how popular Boogs actually was, um, but this is a man who needs a championship, and this is a man who um, his popularity is absolutely through the roof. Look it up. Eric Bugenhagen. Look up his YouTube channel. The guy is an absolute stud. See you later. Hey, Brad. So you're at the beginning of your voicemail, you talked about the revolving door of Becky, Ronda, Charlotte, Becky, Ronda, Charlotte. Yeah, that's true. That is true, but here's the thing. The crowd still responds to them. It's not as if the crowd's turning on them, and WWE does listen to their audience at times, even if it doesn't seem like they do. And your, But your thing, your um, proposal about giving Naomi a chance, I think Naomi could be used from last week to springboard into her next part of her career. I'll be very disappointed if this week they don't use that as a springboard to do the next thing with her, that, you know, bring her to the next level. The problem is it's WrestleMania season, and as you said, they're locked into Ronda Charlotte. But if she won the championship, the problem is, I think, a couple of things. While I think it would have been a shock, people would have been, oh, my God, wait, what? WrestleMania's right here. What are they going to do? You will inevitably eventually get back to Ronda Charlotte because I don't think that people would have believed that a Ronda Rousey and Naomi main event would have made sense. So you you, you do lend yourself to a bit of a predictable outcome that Charlotte's either going to make her way into the Ronda-Naomi match or you're going to make your or Ronda's just going to be or, or rather Charlotte's going to grab the belt back. Naomi's going to be not in the main event at all. And it's going to be Ronda and Charlotte just as, as it always was for a month of what, you know, like and, and the thing is with Naomi, I think she deserves more than a month run. Yes, it'd be cool in the moment, but long term, I think I'd rather have her have a six month run with the belt. So I get it. And Naomi would be a nice kind of change and breath of fresh air for the women's title um, holder. But I don't think her being champion at this time would make sense because of the fact that now you have Ronda who has to face Naomi. You can't have Ronda face Charlotte because Ronda chose the championship to face, not the person. Uh, Now, the person is just the holder of the belt, but the championship is what you're after. So Ronda would have had to face Naomi. Uh, So that that's what I think about that. But I understand the revolving door. Now, as far as your Rick Boogs proposal, I I like it. I, I agree. Rick Boogs is a rising star. He's won me over and he is a I think he looks better with the the haircut and he looks he's got a Rick, nice Rick Rude mustache. I like your proposal also about the Rick uh, Boogs, not Rick Rude, Rick Boogs YouTube editing uh, song that you're going to do once you put that up, let me know what it is and I will promote that on the show, right? Like, let me know what that is. And so that way I can give everyone the link and I can uh, let everyone listen to it on the air because I'm very interested to hear what that sounds like. I bet you it sounds really good. That it, That's his tagline. That's what he starts. That That's his, that's his catchphrase, so to speak. It's a great way to start the music. 
You know, I, I would totally agree. And Boogs is now officially over with the audience. Um, now, of course, he needs to add a little more to his promos. That can't be just it. He can't be a one-trick pony, but he's got the look. He's got in-ring. He seems fundamentally sound. And he's uh, got the. He, he's now the star of the Nakamura group. Uh, or between him and Nakamura, he's he's the star. <laughs> and uh, so I, I would agree. So let me know what that do. YouTube, when you get it done, let me know what it is, and I will uh, promote it here. And as far as uh, Boog's YouTube channel, yeah, the, the, the guy's popular. He is. Social media matters. And the guy is a stud. There's no question about it. He's got a bright future in 2022. Do I think it's world champion, universal champion? Probably not. That's fine. I'm, on, I'm all for the slow burn. And I think it's going to be the Intercontinental Championship that he gets next. And Rick Boogs and Sami Zayn would be a perfect matchup. Yes, there's Shinsuke. And Shinsuke is a legend in his own right. But Rick Boogs right now is a star in the making. He's not a legend in the making. He's a star in the making. So he's got a long way to go. But I'm all for it. I'm all for He's new. He's fresh. Let's do it. I like that. All right. All right. So thank you, Brad. You're always a very energetic voice. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you next week after Chamber. (laughs) Very interested to hear what your thoughts are on what happens. Because I have a feeling what happens at the Chamber is going to be received um, negatively. Especially for the men's championship match. I'm nervous about it. I got to say that. But uh, anyway, I'll talk to you next week. And let's keep it rolling. Hey, Matt, it's Kyle from uh, NY Kyle again, New York Kyle again. And uh, I probably have a voice, uh, not a voice, no, I probably have an email already sent in to the new email account. So, so for the for the mailbag, you know, take over and listen. I, I already have an email sent to the new email, so hopefully you get it this time. If you, if you don't, no worries, it's fine. You're the best. Um, so the thing I want to talk about on the voicemail that I haven't mentioned in the email is the stupid... Naomi, Sonia, Charlotte, Roundup thing. So, first, let me just say, I agree with everything you said about Naomi and, Char- and Charlotte's match. Best women's match so far of the year. Best women's match I've seen since Sasha and Bianca. I agree with you. Best women's match since Sasha thanks Bianca Belair. But what I don't understand is this tag team match is happening at um, uh, Elimination Chamber, Naomi and Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte and Sonia. What I don't understand is, didn't they just say... On SmackDown, Sonya Deville cannot touch Naomi. Um, they do realize that Sonya's going to be attacking Naomi in a tag team match. They're, they're in a tag team match here. They're going to be attacking each other. So is her job in jeopardy for the tag team match? Like, I don't understand. It's, it's really stupid. And why does Ronda Rousey have to be in this match? It's, I, I hate Ronda just like you. Ronda is a... I can't say on the podcast... I'll just spell it out. She's a B-I-T-C-H and a C-U-N-T. I'll just leave it at that. That's what Ronda is in real life. I can't stand her. My second question to you before my three minutes are up is, uh, do you think that the mystery opponent in the women's chamber match might be Sasha Banks? I hope so. I've actually heard news recently of where she's been. Supposedly, from what I've heard, she's filming for Star Wars Mandalorian Season 3. And she's been filming for it since the Royal Rumble. That's why she hasn't been here. That's what I've heard. Actually, I have one more question. But, uh, oh, one more thing to say. I don't really have a question. My three minutes are about to be up. So I'm, I'm going to call in the second voicemail. So uh, talk to you in a second. Hey, Matt. It's New York Kyle again. I know I just sent a first voicemail. There's one more thing I wanted to say. My three minutes are up. The last thing I talked about was the whole thing of Sasha Banks filming for Mandalorian Season 3. It's why she hasn't been here, that whole thing. By the way, I'm not talking about anything from Raw yet because... Raw hasn't happened yet. I'm actually sending in both of these voicemails on Monday. 
at like two in the afternoon. Well, no, one in the afternoon, like before Raw tonight. So just in case you're wondering, that's why I'm not making all. That's why I'm not making Raw or anything. Anyway, thing that last thing I want to say is not a question more, just like an interesting, interesting little fact I found out from Instagram. Um, if Roman Reigns beats Goldberg at Elimination Chamber, by the way, all my predictions for the Chamber are in the the the, the email for the Casual Wrestling family. But um, so this interesting fact I want to say is I actually found that if Roman Reigns beats Goldberg at Elimination Chamber, Roman has actually beaten every former Universal Champion. That's pretty cool. He's beaten every former Universal Champion if he beats Goldberg. That's pretty impressive. That's all I wanted to say. That's about it. Everything else I want to say is pretty much in the email. So uh, that's it. Uh, I'll be in the, I'll be in the Discord sh- server during this chamber. It'll be a lot of fun. So hopefully, ever, I hope everyone enjoys the peer review. I actually have hope because you know, in Saudi, remember what Crown Jewel was last year? In Saudi, it was actually pretty good. So I actually have hope for this one. Um, yeah. So hope everyone enjoys the pay per view. Let me not not pay per view. The premium live event or PLE, as DJ Kuzmo says. Hope everyone enjoys the PLE. I'm gonna call it that for now because it's way shorter. So hopefully, hopefully everyone enjoys the, enjoys the PLE. And uh, yeah, talk to everyone next week. Hey Matt, it's Kyle from New York again. Um, I know, I know, I know. I usually don't do three voicemails, but something big just happened on Raw. Well, not really big on Raw. Something, something was kind of teased on Raw that I've been seeing. So I read Fightful, Fightful Select for wrestling news sometimes. And usually the most of the things I've, see, I've seen them report usually does become true. So on Raw, it is now Monday night after Raw at 11.30 at night. The, the, tonight on Raw, Kevin Owens was dissing Texas, basically, basically crapping on how bad Texas was. Fightful Select is reporting that at WrestleMania 38 in Dallas, Texas, you might get Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens. <laughs> because supposedly, reportedly, the WWE is desperate for more star power, and they're reportedly begging Stone Cold for one more match, and they want it to be against Kevin Owens since they both do stunners. I just want to know what you think about that, what your thoughts are on that. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's a good idea, to be honest, because think about it. I want my last memory of Stone Cold's last match to be the one with The Rock. Not the one, this one with Kevin Owens where he's probably going to squash Kevin Owens in like five minutes and get a huge pop. Kevin Owens is going to get squashed. Like, Kevin, good job, KO. You shouldn't have resigned for another three years because now you're probably going to get buried. Hey, KO, you resigned for three years. What? Like, here's your award. You're going to get squashed by Stone Cold in five minutes. Like, no. I don't want this last, me- this is my last memory of Stone Cold. So let me know if your thoughts are on it. Are, are on it. Um, if you don't like it, I feel better for you since he's your favorite wrestler. He's probably one of my favorites in my top five. I know he's your favorite, so this must feel hard. I must, this must be horrible for you if you hate it. So, sorry, Matt. I feel bad for you. So we might be getting this. I'm not, I don't want it to happen. Of course, I'll, of course, I'll still probably love it anyway because it's stone cold, for God's sake. But, yeah, it's not a good idea. Anyway, my three minutes are almost up. Thanks, and I'll talk to you next week. All right, Kyle. Boy, everybody loves these multi-voicemails. Oh, boy. Uh, I love you guys. But, you know, I actually at some point may implement the one voicemail only rule uh, just because of the length of this show. And I want to make sure that I give a quality response. That said, I'll I'll let it slide for now uh, because I've been letting everyone do it. Nonetheless. um, So, yeah, Kyle, great stat about Goldberg. 
Uh, if he if Roman Reigns beats Goldberg at Chamber, then Goldberg, or rather Roman Reigns, has officially beaten every other former Universal Champion, which is that's impressive and a stat that I'm sure that I will that, that we will hear from Paul Heyman on, and the announcers. That's something you should drive home. I mean that that is really impressive. I can't. I don't even know if there's another championship in existence in which the current holder has beaten all former champions. I because it's just not possible because most championships have a long lineage and they've aged out or they're dead or whatever. I mean, right. So that's a really cool stat, Kyle. Thank you. Um, and yeah, I did hear about the stone cold thing. Uh, I mean, I had a whole show on it for about 20 minutes. I talked about it and uh, we will have to see about, I, it looks like they're headed that way. I mean, at the bare minimum, he's getting a stunner and beer portal all over him at WrestleMania. If it's an actual match or not, I don't know. It's kind of weird that Kevin Owens would be the one to lure him out of retirement. I mean, wouldn't you think Brock Lesnar would be that person? But nonetheless, yeah, I did hear about it, Kyle. And uh, l- let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Um, before we make any judgment calls, because there's a lot of what ifs, things that can happen. Let's uh, pause to pause for a minute until uh, until we actually hear the glass shatter. So, all right, let's keep it going, guys. I'm, I'm on a roll here. Hello, everyone. This is Memphis Mark coming to you from Moat Manor. I hope everyone's having a good week so far. Uh, just a couple little things. Um, did Brock not look like a rip on the Yellowstone? Yeah, definitely uh, going for that that look. And uh, they starting to bring back that aura or, uh, of uh, Brock to where he was invincible, uh, clearing the ring out, walking in. I mean, yes, that's typical Brock, but uh you know they're they're i don't want them to make him to where he's just unbeatable um it's just not good for the business at all uh aj man they're they i don't think they know what to do with aj that's the biggest thing he's so good uh but in vince's eyes unless you're you know six foot six or above uh you know he doesn't you know give you that push it seems like yes uh the ladies matches have been tearing it up uh and to tell you the truth have the ladies not outdone other than aj uh any match that he's been in uh but haven't they kind of um um outshine the men here the last few weeks uh the 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 uh, the toga party terrible, just absolutely terrible. Uh, just stupidity, comic, comical writing. Uh, that's where AEW is catching them uh, quicker and quicker. They better look over their shoulder. All right, guys, uh, we're expecting some bad weather, so I'll get off here and start to batten down the hatches. So have a great night, everyone. Stay in neuter, and always remember, wherever you are, there you are. Have a great night. I'm out. Hey, Memphis, Mark. So AJ Styles, yeah, they don't know what the hell to do with him. Uh, he's in and out of programs. He's in a tag team, not in a tag team. Gets beaten by Omas in record time, but no follow-up on that. Uh, he loses again this week. I mean, it's um, it's not good for AJ right now, but maybe he can make some noise in the chamber this uh, Saturday night. Maybe he can surprise us, not win, but go deep into the match and make you believe he could win. That's really what I'm looking for for AJ. I'm not looking for a victory. I think that's asking too much. I just want a good showing and to remind you why AJ's as good as he is and that he's a player. That's where AJ can be repaired, even in a loss, inevitably, at the chamber. Uh, I don't want Brock to be unbeatable either. 
I'd agree with that. I think that's, you know, we, we've seen that forever. And like that's basically the last 20 years is Brock Lesnar's gimmick is that he's unbeatable. Uh, you know, I, he's been beaten clean. Yeah, he, Goldberg beat him clean. Roman Reigns beat him. Uh, you know, he has been beaten before. Roman Reigns beat him again at SummerSlam. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, I think that that's, that's sound. And as far as the women go, yeah, they have been outshining the men, specifically Naomi and Charlotte this past week. I ranted about it in a good way for like 20 minutes to open the Monday Night Raw review show or SmackDown uh, rather weekend review last week. And it was just absolutely incredible. In general, the men women's matches have been outshining. Yes, no doubt about it. No question. So thank you, Mark. Thank you for your contribution. And we all have to spay and neuter our, our uh, animals. So thank you. Let's keep going. Hello, everyone on the WWE podcast. Uh, for the first time ever, you're hearing the voice of Smashy from Brisbane, Australia. Um, right now, it's just after 6 p.m. on Wednesday evening. Um, yeah, so it's February 16th. Uh, first of all, I'd like to give a big happy birthday to Matt. Uh, I don't know which day this week it was, but I remember you said on uh, part one of the mailbag last week at some stage I heard you say that your birthday was coming up this week so yeah whichever day it is happy birthday um, it's actually my birthday tomorrow um, which will probably could be it could be by the time I hear this so happy birthday to me as well I thank you um, okay um, what else I want to say um heard uh, people asking about Finn Balor last week. Uh, I followed him on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Last thing I knew, from what I've seen, he's in a home in Ireland at the moment. So that answers that question for whoever asked that last week. Um, on to what's coming up. Um, looking forward to... Uh, in particular, the match between Leader and Becky Lynch. Um, yeah, so they're making it look as though Leader could win, but um, yeah, pretty certain she won't. Um, match, it's pretty cool, um, I'd like to actually see Rhea Ripley win, um, but before Alexa was added to the match, um, uh, was thinking Bianca Belair would win, um, uh, at the moment I'm really, really liking Seth Rollins at the moment, he's, um, yeah, he's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, I thought I'd call in for the first time. Um, so, uh, everyone take care. I'll uh, talk to you again soon. Okay. Bye. Smashy, how you doing? Good to hear a voice to uh, the, the name. So, hope all is well with you and happy birthday to you. Yeah, my birthday was last week or last week. What the heck is it? No, last Sunday? I don't know, the 13th. So anyway, 
yeah, so cool, cool stuff. And uh, the one thing I'll say, Rhea Ripley in the chamber, there's, it's not impossible that she wins. They set Rhea up this past week to look like a big-time player. And I think they've done a nice job at least making you believe she has a chance. It would be interesting to see Rhea versus Becky. I think that's fun, but I, you know, while I think it's still going to be Bianca, Rhea could make herself, force herself into the match, and it could be a three-way at WrestleMania. You know, so I, I like that pick. All right, let's keep it going. Hey man, this is Justin from Maryland. Just want to get my thoughts on a couple of topics for an upcoming uh, paper live event. So. First, I enjoyed the uh, Seth Rollins and Orton match. Um, I was I was kind of surprised when, when uh, Orton lost because he gave the RKO, but it was done perfectly. We still got to see the RKO even though he lost. So, um, yeah, I was hoping that maybe Seth can win, but I'm honestly not sure. Um Raw didn't really give me any, like, hints on who's the favorite, and we don't even know who the last entrant is, like the uh, like the women's match. So I think it would be either Seth or uh, – I'm sorry. I think it would be either Lashley or Brock because I don't, I don't know. I don't really see Seth winning. Uh, the women's chamber match, um, I, was, I was surprised, and I'm excited to see Bliss in the match. I was kind of disappointed that Belair was the last entrant because she's kind of like the strongest or one of the strongest uh, competitors in the match. So I would have rather her start as one or two than, you know, have her uh, overcome the odds so she can look strong if she does win at Chamber. But I agree that it'll either be uh, her or uh, Alexa. I'm not sure. I want to see Bliss win. I, I kind of don't want to see Belair um and uh Lynch for a third time. I think they can save that like SummerSlam or something, but I don't want to see that again right now. So I'm pulling up a bliss. And um I wanted to touch on the IC title situation. So I don't know if you saw but WWE spoiled the match for Sami Zayn and um Shinsuke. They already said that there's a new champion crown, so we already know that Sami Zayn won. I mean, I guess it's fine that he wins, but I don't, I don't like how they just spoiled the match. Um, I don't, I don't know if you agree with it or care, but I was kind of like thinking, like, why would you tell us, you know, like, why would you spoil the, um, the match, you know, just wait until it happens? But I guess that shows that they don't really care. Uh, about the IC title at this point, and they and I've seen reports that they might do Sammy versus Johnny Knoxville for the title. I think that's just ridiculous. Um, the IC title has way more prestige than with this showing, so that's disappointing. But okay, so um, definitely looking forward to uh, Elimination Chamber. It'll definitely tell us where WrestleMania. Hey, it's Justin from Maryland. I just wanted to finish my thought. Um, I was saying that uh, Chamber is going to tell us a lot about what's going to happen at Mania, especially with the top world titles. So definitely looking forward to that. I'm not really looking forward to this supposed Stone Cold Kevin Owens match. I feel like it's way, way past that. It's 
Trent did that years ago. Uh, Stone Cold hasn't wrestled in a long time, so I don't know. I mean, I guess name quality, yeah, it's a big name match, but as far as the actual match, I'm not sure. So, but thanks, man. Um, just wanted to finish that uh, thought. So, looking forward to uh, Elimination Chamber, and I'll definitely be calling in next week. Justin, how you doing, brother? And you're actually not the closer tonight, so I apologize. There's a couple more people behind you, and then we'll end things before we get to Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan. So, Justin, um, it's you may be the only person in the world, and that's cool, that thinks that Stone Cold and Kevin Owens isn't exciting, that you're not looking forward to it. It's been 19 years. I will say this, though. Stone Cold is a man of pride. He understands the magnitude of his legacy. He understands what his career meant and how rare of a run he had. One that may be never duplicated or exceeded. He is a very smart man and he knows that. The reason I say that is because if he were to return, as he has said, the stars would all have to align and he would have to live up to his own standard. His own, meaning it would exceed what most people would expect. So, he would have to be what he was in terms of how he thinks he was back in the, the 90s and early 2000s in terms of in-ring ability. So my point is that with all that said, he wouldn't come back unless he felt that he could live up to what he was. So for some reason, at 57, he feels like he can. And you know what? I hope he can. If this is true. If this is true. I'm okay with Kevin Owens just coming out at WrestleMania and... Running down the Texas crowd again, continuing to just complain about Texas and the glass shatters and we get a couple, two, three, four stunners and he, uh, Kevin Owens is covered in beer at the end of the segment. I don't need a match. I really don't. I, I, it's cool to say Stone Cold ba- is back in a match, but if he's going to have a match, make it a high caliber Brock Lesnar, John Cena. That is a match that I want to see and not just be laid out with a stunner. No disrespect to Kevin. But Stone Cold's the biggest man, the biggest and hottest to ever do this. So I'm okay with just the, the latter, having no match and just Stone Cold come out and lay him out with a couple of stunners. You know, that that's cool too. Um, but the other thing is too, Justin, this may be a litmus test that he's using to decide whether or not he can have one or two more matches after this. Looking ahead to WrestleMania 39 in L.A., You know, what about John Cena Stone Cold? I mean, so this could be just a bit of a test of his own with KO, who's easy to work with. And they have brawling styles, which are very, I think, going to gel very well. I think that Stone Cold, if this match happens, he's not going to just look at this as a one off, but rather, could I do this one or two more times? Not go on a run. He's not going to be WWE champion. But rather, could I do this one or or two more times for a big profile matches at SummerSlam or or WrestleMania? So we'll see. I think in a week we might have our answer because WWE should promote the hell out of this. Shouldn't wait. I discussed this on my uh, week in review last week, I think it was, or uh, my news brief. I I can't remember now. (laughs) I'm losing track of days. And I apologize, guys, for this being so late. I'm recording this now. Time has passed for me by like 12 hours. It is now 10 p.m. Thursday night. That's how crazy my day has been with kids and work. So <laughs> I know for you, if you're listening, it's been like maybe an hour uh, for me. 12 hours have passed. The magic of, of, of audio editing. 
All right. Uh, well, Justin, the other thing is, too, Alexa Bliss, you're excited about seeing back. I am, too. I didn't know they spoiled the IC title. Somebody had said that. Somebody had said that they spoiled the IC title outcome for next week. Is it because it's pre-taped next week or something? Or did they just accidentally spill the beans for their live event next week with giving away creative ahead of time? Either way, it doesn't, doesn't really have any impact on me because I expected this 100% to happen anyway. I think everyone does. Get the title off Shinsuke. If you're not going to do anything with him, do something with the IC belt with somebody you're actually going to use on a weekly basis. So to me, it's it's neither he nor there. If it was something bigger than this, I would be you know more angry or have something more uh, maybe controversial to say. For me, it's it's a non-factor. So thanks, Justin. Uh, you are much appreciated. I love hearing from you every week, and I'm very interested to hear your chamber thoughts after we get through what is going to be a very newsworthy week. So, all right, a couple more guys, and then Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan are coming. Hey, Matt, it's the G-Man. What's going on, buddy? Hope all is well. Um, I only have a couple things to talk about. Um, so, I don't know, what do you think Sasha Banks is going to be doing this year at WrestleMania? I know she's going to be in the card doing something. Um, I'm still a little bummed what happened at the Rumble, but I'm thinking with Bailey returning, hopefully, um, maybe those two be a tag team again because we need some tag teams again for the, for the tag team titles with Zelina, Vega, and, and uh, Carmella. So, those two, you know, Zelina and Carmella against Sasha and Bailey at WrestleMania, why not, you know? I'm fine with that. And, uh, for the, for the Elimination Chamber for the woman, um, um, I, was, I thought maybe Oscar would have been the last uh, one in it, but um, instead it was Alexa Bliss, Alexa Bliss, so I'm fine with that. So I think either uh, Bianca or Alexa will will win that match. But all right, man, just wanted to say a couple of things there. All right, take it easy. Hope all is well. Thank you. Hey, G-Man. I didn't mean to stick you at the end of the show here. I apologize. If I had known you called, I would have thrown you towards the beginning. So anyway, okay, Alexa Bliss returning, and yeah, we, we're all excited about that, number one. Number two, your proposal about the women's tag team division and having Bailey and Sasha challenge Carmella and Zelina Vega for the women's tag team belts that we've all forgotten exist because there's no tag team division at all. It's, it's embarrassing. So I don't mind that at all. It gets Bailey back into the limelight. It, you know, it also will turn her her baby face, which is interesting. I think that turning Bailey heel would be more fun. Bailey as a heel is way better. And the other problem is with that, you have a single star in a tag team that doesn't belong in a tag team. You have she is w- much more suited to be on her own as is Sasha Banks. Plus, didn't they already do this storyline like a year and a half ago? I mean, could we really even? look at this team seriously knowing that one of them is going to turn on the other i mean it's comical but also embarrassing i mean they get how do they possibly do this without fans going what we just saw them a year and a half ago two years ago uh you know destroy each other again and again how many times do we need to see one of them turn on the other you know so that's the problem it's still fresh in our minds that these two don't like each other and they always 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 turn on each other so there is that too, but you know, to me, the, the women's tag team belts should just fade into the distance, not forever, but until there's an actual tag team division. Otherwise, what are we doing? You know, well, I, I just, I'm not understanding, but 
All right, G-Man, looking forward to talking to you and everybody else in the Discord server over there on Patreon over uh, or during the event on Saturday night for the Chamber. And by the way, if you're listening and want to get involved in that Discord chat, which is just, it's like a little VIP area, VIP chat area, an AOL chat room of sorts, for those of you 90s babies like myself, uh, we have that available as part of being a patron over on patreon.com slash Podcast. You get to get into that Discord server, even at the dollar level, at the base level, and you get all the ads removed for everything we've ever done. So pretty good value if you want to join us over there on Patreon, or you can join us on Apple Podcasts. We also have an ad-free um, ad free uh, experience on Apple Podcasts. There's a button right there. It says, go ad-free. Can't miss it. Right at the right on our page. So thanks, G-Man. And uh, one more, and we'll close things out. This is Trey from Maryland. Yeah, um, for the WWE Championship in the Elimination Chamber, for win the title. I think it's his time to win the title, you know, get that push. Uh, but what I think is going to happen is I, I have a feeling this is going to be the shades of 2003 SummerSlam Chamber match when Goldberg was in involved with uh, Triple H and when Goldberg <clears throat> came out of the pod and he just basically just steamrolled through everyone while Triple H was standing in the pod just staring like a deer in the headlights like he was scared. So this is what I think was going to happen with with Brock and Bobby Lashley <clears throat> in the chamber where Brock is pretty much going to steamroll through everyone you know, probably take him to Suplex City a few times and then F5 him one by one. They eliminated him while Bobby Lashley would probably be the last one to be come out of the chamber. <clears throat> and Lashley's going to come out. They're going to, you know, duke it out. And somehow, some way, Brock is going to take him to Suplex City, F5 him a few times. Then when he... F5 and for the last time, he's probably going to have him on his shoulder. And I can see Roman Reigns popping through the, the floor of the chamber. And he's going to, as Brock turn around, when he get rid of F5, lastly, Roman spears him. And then Bobby gets the pin, one, two, three, and it's over. That's that's the way I see it. Uh, but just, just want your opinion on it. Thanks. <laughs> All right, well, it's not Justin from Maryland, but it is Trey from Maryland. I guess it's a requirement that I have somebody from Maryland close out the voicemail portion of the show. <clears throat> so, Trey, thank you for calling in, and I think you've called in before. I'm fairly sure I've, I remember hearing you before, so welcome back. But uh, So, good point here about the finish. I like the finish. I haven't really thought too much about the finish of the men's, uh, the men's uh, Elimination Chamber match, and having Roman Reigns come out underneath the ring somehow involved. Yes. I think that's, that's a good way to protect Brock, not have the belt change hands or not at least get Brock to have the WWE championship, at least put it on somebody else so they can have their own storyline and not put the WWE championship with the universal championship. There's no need for that. Uh, and I think it's just for many reasons among others that it's just disrespectful to the guys on uh, raw because they have to just fight over what personal issues. So I like Roman Reigns interjecting himself into this at the end to cost Brock. 
the match, and maybe Bobby Lashley retains and Seth wins at WrestleMania. That's that's very likely. Um, but I, I do like that. Your analogy about the 2003 SummerSlam match, I had forgotten about that, where Goldberg, I think, speared Triple H through one of the pods, which we were told by Eric Bischoff just a year earlier was bulletproof glass. <laughs> so apparently uh, the, 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 the Goldberg spear is more devastating than a bullet uh, from a gun. So I don't know how the physics work on that, but guys, just science, right? Just it's science. So uh, we, we could see that, right, where Brock Lesnar's dominating for most of the match, F5-ing everybody. I think that would turn him heel, though. I think people don't want to see Brock Lesnar's WWE champion because they realize that if he's champion, then Seth can't be champion because he's going to be Brock Lesnar's going to be in match with Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. So it takes Seth out of the equation. It takes Bobby out of the equation. It takes anybody that wants a shot at the WWE championship out of the equation. Because it's going to be all about Roman and Brock. It's a bad way to go at WrestleMania. So I hope that Brock does not win. While I don't dislike Brock as much as some, I enjoy Brock. I think he's hilarious. I think that he is a a very authentic character. I don't want to see it for the reasons that I just stated. So, Trey, thank you for bringing that up. I like the analogy. Anybody that hasn't seen that uh, match in 03 at SummerSlam, worth a watch. It's worth a watch. So thank you, Trey. Thank you to everybody. For calling in tonight, thank you to obviously DJ and G Man and Sharon, who I hope I didn't get you in trouble with your wife just by mentioning your name. I hope I don't cause any marital issues. That's not my goal on the show, right? We all have our problems. I don't need to be adding any issues to your life. Um, certainly not. I'm here to just take you away from your life, right? We're here to talk about pro wrestling. What could be more mind? Um, erasing than that I, I i shouldn't have said erasing more i guess escape from reality i, I don't mean to degrade the product but it is meant to be an escape from reality there you go there you go that's a much better way to phrase it than mind erasing isn't mind eraser a drink too i had a bunch of mind erasers um back in college i'm fairly sure it's a drink it, it, it literally uh after you have a few it does feel like it erases your mind anyway uh, enough of my drinking stories I want to thank everybody for listening tonight. Let's now hand it over to Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan. We're going to take a quick commercial break for the sponsor of the show, and then we're going to get right to Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan on the other side. For now, thank you, everybody, for joining me on the voicemail portion. Go to the uh, Patreon page if you want to go ad-free, or Apple Podcasts has a button right there for ad-free. 99 cents is still on, so check that out, uh, and I'll talk to you probably for the preview and prediction show and then at the event in the discord server with uh, all of our patrons so thank you guys take care and uh, we will talk to you next time let's talk about supplements for just a minute the market of supplements is overcrowded right it's oversaturated there's too many to choose from you just don't know which one you want you don't know which one's effective what has potential harmful side effects well i have one that i can tell you with confidence is not only not going to give you any of those negative side effects, but also will provide you with the energy that's sustainable. It doesn't have those crashes. And the product I'm talking about is called Energy Boost. It's from a company called Vitali Boost, and they sell a bunch of other great products. But you can check out the website at vitaliboost.com. That's V-I-T-A-L-I boost.com. So what makes Energy Boost so great? Well, It's made from natural, clinically researched ingredients that include caffeine, 
B vitamins, and other energy-stimulating nutrients. And it's perfect whether you're working out, gaming, studying, or during those intimate times with your partner. Not only does Energy Boost give you sustained, powerful energy, it's also specifically formulated to avoid those negative effects that I was talking about that some people experience with just consuming caffeine alone. I, I'm a massive coffee drinker. I can tell you, the crash is no fun, right? We all know that. Those of us that are Starbucks, affectionados, or um, wherever you may get your coffee, we all know what that does. This is not going to give you that crash. And Vitality Boost, by the way, is a leader in the supplement uh, energy market, and customers absolutely love them. Right now, they have a 92% five-star review on Judge Me. It's a third-party review platform that only accepts reviews from verified purchases, so you know they're not just creating these manufactured uh, manufactured reviews. These are real people reviewing the product, honestly, and 92% is a, an amazing, amazing uh, five-star rating review. So check out Energy Boost today, risk-free. You can go to vitaliboost.com. Again, that's V-I-T-A-L-I boost.com. You use our promo code WWE for a discount. But if you're interested in learning a little bit more about the science behind Energy Boost, visit my Vitaly Boost's health guide at VitalyBoost.com. Uh, again, V-I-T-A-L-I Boost.com. And right there, you'll find information from peer-reviewed academic journals about the active ingredients in all of Vitaly Boost supplements. All of these supplements, by the way, are made in the United States. That's cool. And a reminder, go to VitalyBoost.com and use our promo code WWE. You'll get a discount on the Energy Boost and all of their other great supplements. So don't miss out, guys. Go check out Energy Boost. And again, it's vitaliboost.com, V-I-T-A-L-I boost.com. Welcome to the most listened to WWE podcast takeover show that you ever heard in your ears in all the WWE universe. Welcome to the takeover show with none other than Mr. Casual Wrestling Fan, and the lovely, the beautiful Miss Casher Wrestling fan. How you doing today, baby? Hi, guys. It's good to be back. That's right. We're back. And we're going to jump right in. No, no, no filter, no extras, no ads, no plugs. Straight to the first person up, the designated hitter. First man up, he's going to knock it out the park with a home run. Mr. New York Cow. That's right. Yeah. New York Cow. You up first. Because last time, it wasn't my fault. I'm sorry. Matt tried to say he sent it to me. He didn't send me nothing. Okay? Don't let him. I don't care. That was a shot. I did it. Yep. I shoot. Hey, I love you, Matt. And I called Matt out, too. Everybody, if you didn't know, I call you out, Matt. You want to debate? Let's go one-on-one. Me versus you, the great one, coming out. But guess what? Here nor there. We're going to go straight to your letter. New York Cow. You know, welcome back to the Casual Wrestling Takeover Show. You one of our favorites. You join the Casual Takeover crew in three, two, one. Hey, Casual Wrestling family. This is New York Kyle back again during your Rumble Royal Rumble mailbag takeover. I actually sent in an email, but Matt said, long story short, there was an error but I told him, don't worry about it because it was only my Royal Rumble predictions and nothing special. So I can't think of anything to ask right now. So here's my Illumination Chamber predictions. And we address the email. But guess what? It wasn't, I'm not saying it's Matt's fault. Let me we put that apologize, out there. Kyle. I'm sorry, okay? Regardless. If, it, if it's my fault, man. You were truly missed. Hey, hey, mail gets lost. So it ain't my fault. It's not Matt's fault. It's nobody's fault. But guess what? We're going to make it right right now. 
Yes, sir. First off, is Naomi and Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville. I think Naomi and Ronda Rousey will win, but I hope I am wrong because, like Matt, I can't stand Ronda Rousey mm, oh wow. <laughs> as a character or in real life, and I hope that Ronda gets released. But I know that won't happen. Cat. That's, that's kind of dark, Cat. Fire emoji. That's a little dark. We're not going to hope that people get released. And But guess what? You got the right to your opinion, sir. Here yes, you do. On the Takeover Show. Now, as far as your pick of Ronda and Naomi winning, Vegas agrees with you. That's right. We're referencing Vegas again. They are minus 375 favorites. And guess what? That's a great pick. I agree, don't you? Great pick? I do. like the pick. I do. All right, let's keep going. Second, is Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss in a Falls Count Anywhere match? I think this one is pretty obvious. Drew McIntyre wants to get to Happy Corbin, so I think Drew McIntyre will have a good match with Madcap Moss, just like at the WWE Day 1 Premium live event, or the PLE, as DJ Kuzmo (laughs) would say. That's right. But I think Drew takes the win. And I guess, agree, Kyle. And guess what? Vegas agrees with you. Ooh. Hey, your boy Drew McIntyre is a minus six fifty favorite, huge favorite. And guess what? Even with the Falls Count stipulation, I don't really care for the match. We know Drew's gonna just clay more madcaps <laughs> just out of there. So I agree though. Good pick, don't you? Yes. Let's continue. Third, is the Usos defending the SmackDown? tag team championship against the Viking Raiders. I think this will be the Usos retaining because I think WWE want to keep the bloodline holding gold together. Ooh, I agree with that too. That's a, that's a great point. And guess what? Again, Vegas agrees with you, Kyle. They are minus five twenty five favorites, huge favorites over the Viking Raiders. And, and guess what? The Viking Raiders haven't really had no chance to shine. I mean, we there's really no competition for the Usos, the bloodline. We the ones. So guess what? That's right. We we agree that that's a great pick, don't we? Yes. And you have to keep listening to the end of the show to hear our predictions. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. We'll continue. Fourth, is Becky Lynch defending the Raw Women's Championship against Lita? I think Becky Lynch will retain to walk into WrestleMania 38 holding gold. This will just be a really fun dream match with a Hall of Famer to see Lita wrestle again. I so agree with you, Kyle. Yes. Like 110%. Yes. 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 Lita, you are spot on on this and, one. And Lita's a legend. You know, she, she is. She is a legend. I give and, her credit. And once again, Kyle, Vegas agrees with you. Becky is once again... The top favorite of the night, mine is 1,600. And for you people that don't know Vegas odds, let me break it down really quickly. Mine is 1,600 means you have to bet $1,600 to win 100. <laughs> Come on, Lord have mercy. So, that's a safe bet, good pick, you agree? Yes. All right, let's keep going. Fifth is Liv Morgan. Versus Bianca Belair versus Rhea Ripley versus Dewdrop versus Nikki A.S.H. versus Alexa Bliss in the Women's Elimination Chamber bum, 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 bum. match. And the winner gets a Raw Women's Championship match against Becky Lynch at WrestleMania 38. 
I think that Rhea Ripley would be most likely Ooh. to win this since mostly everyone else in this match has got a title shot. But I think we could also very likely get Alexa Bliss. Mm, good points. And, good and let me just tell you, Kyle, right now, Rhea Ripley is the number three best odds in Vegas. She's a plus 300. And, you know, that's a good pick. You know, people, I think, are kind of sleeping on Rhea. I mean, she's a real threat. I do agree. People are not very attentive of her. And, and that's okay. But I think this should give her like the light that she's looking for. And, and the, the gaunt- spotlight. And the gauntlet match that they had on Raw. I mean, Rhea won every match but good. the last one. And it was. And and when she did do drop, okay, that wasn't the best riptide I've seen. But it was still funny. <laughs> she did it. It probably was the best that yeah. she could do at the moment. I mean, hey. But good, yes. good pick, Kyle. It was great. Hey, great pick. I like it. Um, let's continue. Six. Is Bobby Lashley defending the WWE Championship against Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, Riddle, and Austin Theory in the Men's Elimination Chamber match? I think it's going to be Brock Lesnar winning the WWE Championship once again to do the title versus title thing at WrestleMania with Roman. Mmm, bum, 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 bum. Now, right now, he said Brock Lesnar, right? Correct. Brock Lesnar's minus 105 favorite. Best top odds, he's the number one pick. So, once again, Vegas agrees with you. And and I'm going to be honest about this. And this is something that Mr. Casual Wrestling Fan has been wrestling with himself about. For Brock Lesnar to lose this match, how does he lose? Tell me. How does Brock Lesnar lose this match in a way to not look weak before he faces Roman Reigns at WrestleMania when you need Roman to look the strongest? But on the other coin... Why would you put the belt back on Bobby and take it off of Brock to put it right back on Brock before it goes to WrestleMania where he could have just beat Bobby, won the Elimination Chamber, looked unstoppable, and then faced Roman? So that's the only thing that I'm kind of going back and forth to say that Brock could lose, he could win, but I can't picture how. How do you feel? Uh, you pretty spot on with that one. Hey, I mean, what this, else can I say? I'm speechless. <laughs> Something to chew on. Um, <laughs> let's continue. And finally, seventh is Roman Reigns defending the Universal Championship against Goldberg. This will definitely be a Roman Reigns retainer because they have teased him versus Brock at WrestleMania too much already. I I agree. I, I mean. Agree. Right they have teased it enough. Vegas agrees with you. He's number one odds, minus 1,300. Um, safe bet, obviously. Roman Reigns, acknowledge him. Yeah. We the ones, head of the table, tribal chief. What more can we say? It's Roman Reigns. That's All right. right. All right. That's right. Let's continue. That's it for the week. I can't think of anything else to talk about. So I hope you guys enjoyed the Elimination Chamber. And remember to always acknowledge your tribal chief before bed. Yes. Yay. Thank you. Now, I don't know about before bed, but we will acknowledge him. Yes, sir. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. And I want to tell everybody in the universe, acknowledge Roman Reigns. Acknowledge him. Acknowledge him, Hey, hey. But... Hey, thank you guys for having us once again. You of know, course. I'm glad that um, 
Matt's having us back, you know. He's awesome. Thank you, Matt. Thanks, Matt. You know, we're back. And you know what that sounds means as the email is back. And our next email comes from the great G-Man. Shout out to G-Man. Man, what's up, man? So hey, <laughs> um, I, I know I'm supposed to be saying Patreon and all that, but you know I'm just gonna run through them because guess what? No special privileges on the Takeover Show tonight. Uh-oh. We even. Everybody' voice matters the same. And guess what? <laughs> Matt sent in the email, so I have no control over this. I love it. <laughs> but anyway, we're gonna go to your email right now. Gmail in three, two, one. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan. What's up? This is G-Man, and it is such an honor to message you two on here. It's sure gonna be a fun takeover edition night, like always. That's right. (laughs) So, I don't have much to say. I am interested in both of the Elimination Chamber matches. I say either Bianca or Alexa will win, and will Brock win the WWE Championship? I'm hoping not. I would love to see Seth win and walk in at WrestleMania as the WWE champion. Or could we have a surprise WWE champion in Riddle or Austin Theory? Ooh. Let me chime in right there. Is that okay? Okay. So, let's start with your first pick. He said Alexa? Yes. Alexa, okay. She has or the, Bianca. Or Bianca, okay. So, Bianca has the top odds. Mm-hmm. She has the top odds in Vegas. She's a okay. minus 200. Wow. And Alexa's a plus 200. Mm. So, one and two, you got great picks there, sir. We can't complain with none of those picks, can we? Nope. So, we give you a stamp of approval on your picks, sir. Now, for the men, who'd he say? He said... He said Brock, but he's he wished for Seth. Ah, okay. Well, Brock, as you know, has the number one odds. And as far as Seth freaking Rollins, which... Don't you like Seth Rollins? Who doesn't? Burning like, down. honestly... No offense to those who don't, but Seth freaking Rollins is freaking awesome. He sure is, and he has the number three odds at a plus 250, so that's a great pick as well. So, you know, it kind of, it brings you back to the Royal Rumble that that feels very unpredictable, even though it was cough, cough, hint, hint, (laughs) wink, wink, just playing. But but honestly, it really was unpredictable, and the Elimination Chamber match could shake out the same way. I could see Brock walking out champion. I could see Bobby retaining. I could see Self walking out champ. I mean, the possibilities for either one of those three guys are very great, and we can't forget about Riddle, who was rumored to win the Royal Rumble. So, it's possibilities. Now, Austin Theory, honestly, he probably doesn't have odds. But everybody else, there's a chance. And, and you know, I love the unpredictableness, right? Yes. Well, let's keep I going. Agree. Anyways, that's it for me. I hear Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan is an Eagles fan, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-oh. Oh, you better know it. Yeah. And, and- <laughs> Go, Eagles. Ooh. Lastly, Liv Morgan is the best. Oh, no, Pauls. How do you go from my Eagles to Pals. these? <laughs> he goes. He goes from Eagles. You go. You go from the Super Bowl champ. You go from that to little time Liv. Come on, G man. Let's let's not do that. Don't do that, and, man. And let me say this because I forgot earlier, and I don't want to omit AJ Styles. Oh. He's got great odds, too, so yeah. don't give me no AJ Styles hate. We like AJ. He's got a great chance of winning as well. Now, as far as Little Time Live, no. Next. 
Sasha Banks is the best. Come on. I can actually agree with you now. I like it's Sasha. a time right now. I like Sasha. She's Sasha great. has grown on me. She better. I like her better heel, but she works as a face. I take heel. <clears throat> but yeah, Sasha is my girl, Kyle. Uh oh, now, now. Is that a shot? Well, hold on, G Man. Now we know. Now we are My not. guy, New York Kyle. <laughs> That's Sasha out there. You got to get in line. Guess what? Back of the line. Because New York Kyle, that's all him. I'm going to take up for you. Because guess what? He's part of the casual wrestling crew. And if you're part of the crew, you get back up. We like the NWO. So mm. guess what, G-Man? You just got shut down. You just got blocked. You just got, what they say, swipe, left, swipe, wife, whatever they say. That just happened to you, sir. So I think in our era, they said it just got real. Yeah, it got real. <laughs> no, when you send a note and you say, check, you like me, check yes, check no, you got check no, sir. It's New York Kyle all day long. And if you want to have a tag team match, let me know. Crew, we we on the move. We mobile. Anyway, back to the letter, sorry. <laughs> Mic drop. Bang. Have a good night, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan. Thank you for reading this. Oh. Uh, you have a great night too, G-Man. Is that all? Yes. Okay, you have a great night too, G-Man. Thank you, G-Man, for right writing in. into us. We appreciate it. We we love when you guys write in and you tell us. We got a new email, but you tell us how you feel. You tell us how how wrestling makes you feel and who you like and who you don't like. Of course. Even even if we can't let it happen because, you know, New York House and our crew, you know, that's different though. That's okay. We welcome you all can have a little time live. You can have a little time live. Nobody claimed her. <laughs> no, nobody um, claimed her. On behalf of Matt, I will say we are not here to say that anyone is to be claimed by Oh, America. yes, yes, yes. No, we, we are, are not, not promoting yes. in that in no, no such please. way at all. Do not, do not, uh, what they what they call it, don't cancel culture me. I'm sorry. I, I was not, I didn't, I'm married. I, I appreciate women. I love, I have a daughter. <laughs> I love women, okay? Just being nice, just not being funny here, okay? Now we're going to keep it pushing before I start a riot. Anyway. We're going to Miller. I got to say, from beautiful South Africa. I would love a vacation there, wouldn't you? I actually would. It would be nice to take a vacation to South Africa. You know, I feel like pictures just don't do things justice. You have to be there. I agree. But anyway, so shout out to Miller. How you doing today, sir? And we're going to go straight to your letter in three, two, one. How's it, Mr. Casual Wrestling Fan? What's up? And the missus. Well, hello. Miller here from the beautiful South Africa. Woo! I bet it is. Hope you and all the listeners are doing great. Like I mentioned last week, the end of days has never been kicked out. And Matt hasn't, Matt wasn't very confident about that. Did anyone watch the WWE 2K22? Hold on, pause. Let's go back up to that. We're confident in that, Miller. Nobody (laughs) has kicked out of the end of days. And guess what? My thing is this. Shouldn't they change the name of the end of days to happy days? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) He's happy Corbin. It should be happy days. That is true. So, no, nobody has kicked out of happy days yet, sir. (laughs) Continue. Did anyone watch the WWE 2K22 rating revealing? It was quite fun. Bailey and King Xavier Woods represented, and the revealing of the superstars rating actually had the superstars involved guessing their ratings. 
Um, I didn't see it, but I'm pretty sure it was funny. That and sounds we, fun. We need to look that up on YouTube. We do. Um, but what I will say, I have seen some of the ratings. I don't agree with a lot of people's. Roman Reigns should have been 98 or 99. We need to protest that. Um, we need to acknowledge him. Hold Nobody on. can be. Do you really think Roman Reigns should even be in the 80s? No, they had him. What was it? 95. They had him 95, okay. but he should have been 99. Or 98. Yes, he's up there. Yeah, he should have been up there. If he's had to build for over 500 days, longest reigning champ ever, why is he not a 99? You know, so I, they knows? dropped the ball. Of they dropped the ball on Bianca Belair. They had her as an 86. Oh. She should have been at least an 88. Maybe higher. I mean, come on. Seth Rollins should have been a 93. And I know I'm nitpicking. I know some people are like, well, that's two <laughs> points. But guess what? Those points matter. Sami Zayn's an 81. Now, y'all know that's got to be better than that. But then Rey Mysterio's a 90. Come on. Anyway, sorry. So sorry. Back to the letter. Quite an awkward moment with Street Profits together. Hearing Montez Ford having a higher rating than Dawkins. <laughs> oh, ouch. <laughs> that is funny. Anyway. What can you expect? Happy Corbin actually also brought up that end of days have never, never been kicked out from. Did you hear that, Matt? Did you <laughs> did you get it this time? End of days has never been kicked out of, Matt. Did you know that? Because, and I agree. You you acted like you didn't know. I mean, my man Miller seems like a, a credible source. <laughs> <laughs> I right, continue. I'm sorry. Now it's Drew versus Madcap Moss at Elimination Chamber. They really should have done Drew versus Corbin and used the end of days as a storyline. I feel the women's division in the last few weeks has gotten a lot of more attention, both on Raw and SmackDown. And I love that. And I'm sure Matt also enjoys it. The men's roster and championships and storylines seem very uncertain and vague. I'm excited about the Becky Lynch versus Lita match. We know Becky will win, but there is this crazy possibility... Lita might have a great moment and actually pull off a win and still leave Becky in the WrestleMania championship match and the women's chamber match will be great. Majority expectations is probably Bianca winning and facing Becky, but after Ripley's performance in the, in the match, she proved she might have a chance. And Alexa Bliss back. And also, in the chamber being the first woman ever to win that match, she's also an option. Liv being pushed earlier and being screwed during champion match, now she can prove everyone wrong. There are so many options. And SmackDown side, Naomi versus Charlotte, one of the best matches in years. Ronda back in challenging Charlotte at WrestleMania and Naomi and Sonya's rivalry now finally getting to a point. Gonna be a great tag match. So I'm happy the women's division getting so involved and exciting. So lastly, my predictions for Elimination Chamber. Bum, bum, bum. Well, hold on. Let's stop here. We need to go up a few points he had. All right. Um, what did we have here? I'm so sorry, you guys. Um... Yeah, Liv did get a little push, and well, she technically did get screwed because um Becky's feet wasn't on the rope, so she lost clean, which is why her push ended and her push should end. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you've seen it too much. Y'all know how I feel about Liv. I'm not gonna go 
live crazy on you. No, sir. Um, yes, um, I agree. They should have did the 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 Drew versus Happy Corbin, but I'm pretty sure they're going to do that for WrestleMania, don't you think? Yes, I'm pretty sure. So totally agree with that. What else? Yeah, the women division is a lot better, and it's better because a lot of stars are injured and they're not there. So you have to focus on building people up. And I know people saying what well, they're bringing in part timers. Well, we're talking about a lot of new women. You're talking about Alexa Bliss, who you know she's been around, but then you got Bianca Belair, you got Rhea Ripley, you have uh, Liv Morgan, who's just not really getting popping. You even got Dewdrop, who's new. So they're putting these new stars in front of you. That's why it feels like it's you know it's better even though you have Lita coming back, even though we have Ronda coming back. So we can't just shoot them down and say, well, they're bringing back old stars, but they also are developing the current stars they have. So, um, now as far as Lita having that moment, I don't think that's an elimination chamber moment, do you? Mm, I don't know. I don't think I so. Mean... I think that's a WrestleMania moment. If you was going to do that match, if it was Lita versus Becky, WrestleMania, Probably. I think Lita has a good Most shot. Likely. Yes, but at Elimination if Chamber. That was to happen again. Elimination Chamber, that's a. That sounds like that's a Becky. That's a Becky beatdown. It does sound that All way, right. doesn't it? Let's continue. I'm sorry. We didn't want to neglect your point. So, here. his predictions here. Ray beats Miz. Ray beats Miz. Ray is the favorite, sir. Vegas agrees with you, which that means here in Las Vegas, that's our gambling mecca. That's who I'm referring. Usos beat Viking Raiders. Vegas agrees with you. Rhonda and Naomi beat Charlotte and Sonya, with Sonya tapping out to Rhonda. Vegas agrees with you, and I wouldn't mind seeing that. Seth wins chamber. Ooh, Seth is the number three favorite, and that's a great pick, don't you think? Yeah. That's another Seth Rollins boy. Seth Rollins boy. He he can drill. He got heat. Bobby Spears and pins Brock, and Seth finishes it off by a curb stomping Lashley and taking the title. Okay, you just hurt my feelings Ooh. from beautiful South Africa. I'm a big Bobby fan, so no, I don't want to see Bobby get curb stomped. I'm just saying. Now, I do like the setup with Bobby beating Brock. That's what's up, but I don't like the curb stomp. If Vince wants the title versus title so much, this could still lead to it. With Seth versus Reigns versus Royal Rumble winner Brock Women's Chamber winner is tough, but I'm going to say Alexa Bliss Raw Tag Titles. Alpha Academy retain in the split of RK Pro. Oh my. he said we got another Alexa Bliss uh vote too. We do, don't we? Yeah, Alexa Ooh. Bliss got the number two odds. Alexa Bliss. That's a great pick. Don't you agree? I do. I mean, now I don't like Alexa Bliss, you guys. Not especially. Because she only wrestled three matches in 2021. Yep. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, she... But anyway, I mean, she does have following, so... But continue. Hope you all going to have an awesome week and enjoy Elimination Chamber, the PLE, and Stone Cold coming back. Give me the biggest of the bigs. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Stone Cold glass shadow. That's right. All right. I like that. Thank you, Miller. Hey, shout out to Miller from beautiful South Africa. So I guess we're going to just adopt the the PLE. Don't you agree? I think so. I think, think, you know, uh, DJ Kuzmo, you was was really on one with that one. We got another email. 
And we got another email back to back. So we're going to hit them up quick. So, yes, PLEs, that's the new name. That's what we're going to call them from now on. And we're going to go to Grace. Shout out to Grace. Hi, Grace. Yeah, how you doing, Grace? She was on the Raw Review. So, hey, you want to go hear Grace and Matt debate about Raw? Go check it out. Awesome. All right, so we're going to get to your letter in three, two, one. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan. Hey. Hope you're doing well. Since Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan is a fellow big-time Bex fan, I want to talk about Becky versus Lita. I've noticed how many people are actually very excited for this match like I am. I think for a lot of people, it's one of their dream matches, seeing the current face of the women's division go against a Hall of Famer, and are curious to see how these two will look in the ring together. Anyways... I previously was confused about Becky being so stressed out last Monday (laughs) and trying to get Lita to call off the fight. But after thinking about it, I'm pretty sure she was bluffing and and playing mind games with Lita. If I'm right, I'm sure when the match begins, we will see the OG Big Time Bex walk out very confidently with the title and she may even have something big in store for us. Who knows? Can't wait to see how this unfolds. What do you think will happen? Also, Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan, did you love the man as much as I did? Do you hope she returns that character? Have a great weekend. Hey. Well, thank you, Grace, first off. Take off. Um, <clears throat> how do I feel? Okay. I mean, I would like to see her return as that character. That would be amazing. Because Even, but hold on. I'm going to let you go. I'm sorry. I got to interject. Uh-oh. Ric Flair is the man. To be, to be the man, you got to beat the man. That's Ric Flair. I don't care how y'all She's feel. done both. Hey, I'm team Ric Flair. Okay? But keep going. She's beat the man. She is mm, the man. No. Ain't that right, Grace? Anyway. Yes. I, I would love to see that. Now, would I be upset if she never went back to that character? No way, because I'm a fan all day, and no no reason to switch up now. You hey, know what I, I like mean? You. So thank you so much. Are you ready for the Becky Lita? She said Becky I Lita. Am. Uh, dream match for a lot of people. It is. I wouldn't call it my dream match per se, but okay. I I'd say it's on a bucket list to see. Hey, so. it's in the Hall of Fame. It's nice to see. You know, yeah. You know, Lita old. They bringing back the old stars. Hey. You know, it's nostalgia. Yeah. And and I don't yeah I agree that yes you acted like she was stressed out she did but yeah that was a play you already know she just playing don't you think yes of yeah. course no so hey shout out to Grace thank you Grace you're right, amazing we're going to the next one see you guys we're keeping it moving see when you when you with the takeover show it just keeps going oh we got another one see we got hey we're going to the next one we got one on deck. And so, the next one comes from Tommy S. And Tommy S. from Patreon. Hi, Tommy See, you're the only guy that said from Patreon. See, you ought to feel special. Tommy S., shout out to you. That's my Patreon friend right there. That's my uh, Discord friend. So, we're going to get right to your letter, sir, in three, two, one. Hi, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan. I'm looking forward to the show this week and to hear Mr. Casual Wrestling Fan's picks so I can run to Vegas and become as rich as Happy Corbin. (laughs) I hear that, Tommy. I do. Illumination Chamber is a couple of days away, and I'm not that excited for most of the matches. 
The only one that I'm really interested in is the Elimination Chamber match with Bobby, Brock, Seth, Riddle, AJ, and Austin Theory. I think the easy pick for this match would be Bobby, but with all the rumors about them wanting Brock to have a champion versus champion match with Roman at WrestleMania, I think this match is now really interesting. They could go in a lot of different directions with this, but my pick is that Bobby wins and that they set up a match between him and Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Ooh. And right now, Bobby mm-hmm. has the number two odds. He's got wow. the second best odds to retain. Um, and that's a great pick, don't you think? I do. I like the Almighty. That's one of my favorite wrestlers. I'm not a huge fan at all, hey, but. Love Bobby. Love that would MVP. Be cool. And that's a great pick. Um, and you're right. They could go multiple different ways with this. But it's like I said earlier. I really hate that if they're going to put it back on Brock, it was it was pointless to make Bobby a transitional champion. You just should have had Brock beat Bobby, go into Elimination Chamber, beat everybody, and then go to WrestleMania and look strong as ever go against Roman. But I can see it play out in many different ways. So you're right. So let's continue. For the rest of the card, I pretty much am going to take a lunchable break <laughs> as I don't see anything major happening. Shout out to the crisis. But maybe we will see some good wrestling and they will set up some more storylines moving forward towards WrestleMania. I am more looking forward to SmackDown on Friday because rumor has it that Sami Zayn is finally getting some justice and going to get his title back. We will now have a champion that is truly worthy of saying acknowledge me on SmackDown. And it's about time. Go Sammy! Thanks for doing the show as I always look forward to hearing both of your thoughts and comments. Tommy Smith. Shout out to Tommy. And I want to say this. Now, I'm not going to spoil nothing for nobody because I don't agree in that. I don't like when people spoil the movie for me. What I will say is I'm not acknowledging Sami Zayn. Now, I like Sammy. He funny. Ha ha. He got spaghetti legs and all that. Sammy Zayn forever and all that good stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to acknowledge him. But I do agree he would be a way, 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 way better intercontinental champion than your boy um, Shinsuke. Don't you agree? Yeah. I agree. Cool. All right, let's go on to the next one. Um, we got Alex the French guy. Shout out to Alex the French Hi, guy. Hi, Alex. How you doing? How you doing, Alex? But um, we're gonna thank go- you for writing in. Thanks for writing in, Alex and the French guy. I like that. We're gonna call you Alex French. The French guy. <laughs> I like that. Frenchy. Frenchy. Joking. <laughs> Just joking. Hello, guys. Alex the French guy here. I wanted to talk about something I noticed about myself and wrestlers. My favorite wrestler is Edge, and I think the first thing that caught me about him was his theme song. I noticed lately that I started to really like Roman Reigns. Great run, of course, but what else? Great new theme song. I just wanted to know your opinion on this, but I think theme songs are highly important to established stars. Sometimes people just like a superstar for their entrance music. So I would say it is one of the most important things about a wrestler. What What's your favorite entrance theme and song? Enjoy the rest of the week. Hey, well, shout thank, out. thank you. you so much. Oh, this is a good question right here. See, I totally agree with you. You know, the song is very... Im- 
it's very important. It's very important to any wrestler. And we got two on deck, so we're going to get to them right after we answer Alex the French guy. Yes. But uh, interest song is very important. And I remember when Roman first came out. I remember when he first changed the song, and you was instantly like, yes, I like it. It's a good change. But it took me a couple weeks. I was like, yeah, I like it, but it's not. But as soon as he started getting the movements to go with the song, I'm locked in. We hey. the ones. We acknowledge it him. It fits him. So I totally agree with you, and that's something. And I think as a whole, the interest when a when a superstar comes out, their entrance that says everything. It does. You know, Matt always talks bad about the fans. Oh, they always chant Goldberg. It's the entrance. And when Goldberg came to Nashville, I chanted Goldberg. Okay, it's the entrance. When the Undertaker comes out, it's the entrance and the music. So you're correct. You know. So what do you think is your favorite, but? Um, well, if we're going non-lyrical, I would say the Undertaker's theme. I just love bells. I'm a bell person. I'm so classic. Yes, yes. Like, I'm old school for some reason. Oh, I love I have an old soul. But. I love it. If I, I really do love Becky's theme song. Okay, okay. I feel like it's so authentic and her Mm -hmm. and real. And it's not like some persona she's putting on. Like this is truly who she is in real life. So I love that authenticness. I like it. I just think it's too face. I think Mm. it comes, it's facey. Now, I think you could sway it either way. I like Seth Rollins theme. That oh, okay, that is great. I love catchy. that That's, opera type. That, that yes. gets you. Yes, I love that. You know, right. I like a lot of people's themes, and we go older. You know, who don't like Stone Cold? Who don't like Randy I, yeah, Orton? When it comes to sounds, oh, Randy Orton's current theme. Okay, that is That's killer. nice. You know, you will sing that even if you're not a fan. Do don't you, you deny it? How do you not? <laughs> Everybody hears voices when Randy comes right. Out. Oh I mean, my goodness, that's it's a catchy. great theme, you know. So, yes, you're correct. And that's a few of our favorites, you know. And yes. I go back to MVP's first theme, Balling. You know, I was an MVP fan. You know, it's a lot of songs. Triple H, my time. It's a lot of songs that really just hit a chord with you. But shout out to Alex, the French guy. Great question. Great look at, at wrestling. Thank you, French guy. a different guy. way. And we're going, uh oh. I hope everybody's ready. Oh, no. It's no booth and no wicker wicker, but I hope you ready. Y'all know what it is. It's DJ Kuzmo. <laughs> Y'all thought he was gone. He's not, back. Not on a takeover week. <laughs> so get ready. Fasten your seatbelts, and we're going to head right into your letter, DJ. In three, two, wait for it, one, let's go. And DJ, I knew your letter was coming, sir. Hey, we no questions asked. <laughs> it's that special again. Once every premium live event, when Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan and the Takeover crew are in full effect. So stand on your feet. Put your hands together. That's right. And Clap acknowledge the undisputed. Yeah. Undeniable. We the ones. Irreplaceable. That's right. Cannot be duplicated or imitated. Husband and wife tag team of all of wrestling podcasts today and any day. Can't clone us. I'm talking about none other than. Come on. Mr. And Mrs. Uh oh. Casual wrestling fan. Come on. In the casual wrestling takeover clip. Woo. That includes New York Kyle. New York Kyle, shout out to you. The resident hill, Owen. Owen South, we ain't forgot about you. 
and anybody that I forgot to mention Come that's on. also a part of this crew. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> well, how sweet. Don't forget about Matt's daughter. She was a baby. She got inducted. That's right. Hope you both had a fantastic Valentine's Day and everything else that goes with it. The chocolates, the teddy bears, Ooh. the expensive dining, the occasional red wine, the walks in the park, and the Netflix and chill, if you know what I mean. Hey, that's sweet when you but ain't got kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. But let's keep it PG. That's a good idea. Because this is a PG show. That's right. Uh-huh. I kind of overindulged for my girlfriend on Valentine's Day, showering her with gifts, Uh-oh. surprising her at her job, and other nice <laughs> things that I cannot share on this show. Uh-oh. DJ came off the turnbuckle. Because after all, this is a wrestling podcast on the unofficial, official, unofficial WWE podcast mailbag takeover show. Yeah, he turned us into sex ed. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Hey, DJ came off the top rope, you guys. Watch out! I like it. You gotta watch it. No, I like it. Hey, we, we, (laughs) hey, we can all, we can all indulge. (laughs) Says every man on Valentine's Day. (laughs) Anyway, hey, hey, it's a, it's a, it's a bargain. We give. (laughs) Anyway, keep going. (laughs) Ignore him, guys. Before I mention anything wrestling related. Quick shout out to everyone that was in Discord chat this Super Bowl Sunday, yeah. which includes yours truly, Mr. Casual Wrestling Fan. That's right. Kanye Twitty. The Carices. Josh. That's right. G Man. G Man. With Taff. Hey, that's my guy. Uncle Chris. Uncle Chris. Michael Ritter. Mike. And many, many more. Shout out to Shout you. out to anyone in the WWE podcast world that we're rooting for the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. Nobody. <laughs> because we were outnumbered by the amount of Patreon listeners That's right. that rooted for the Los Angeles Rams. We did. Once again, I will say this even though I hate to say this say in admit defeat. Admit it. But congratulations to the Los Angeles Rams for finally winning the Super Bowl after 22 long years. Oh, you're going to be funny. How long has it been since the Bengals won a championship? You guys deserve it. Matthew Stafford, Odell Beck- Beckham OD. Jr., Cooper Cup, Cuckoo. Aaron Donald, AD. all the teammates, coaching staff, and the Rams management team. I will get to some wrestling talk eventually. Just bear with me, folks. I want to first talk about the Super Bowl Halftime show. Oh, yes. Uh, we talking about the halftime show. That was show. epic. Hey, guess what? Here on the Takeover Show, you can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Yes, you sir. write it, we'll read it. So let's go. By far, by far, the best darn Super Bowl halftime show that I ever saw was this past Sunday night with the likes of Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Oblige, Eminem, and a cameo from an upside down 50 cents. <laughs> he was upside down. <laughs> I'm so glad that I was able to share this moment with all of you that were in the Discord chat this past Sunday. Hearing these classic songs really took me back to my days in junior high, high school, and even early college when CD players and Walkmans was the thing back in the day. The performance went really quick, and I wish it was a little bit longer. 
Also, watching that amazing halftime show, I totally forgot there was a football game to watch. I know because during the half, during the halftime show, it just really it took you back to the old days, you know, with Snoop Dogg doing it his did. thing, Dr. Dre. Now I'm not an Eminem fan, but Miss Casual's fan loves Eminem. But he was fan. He did good. If he only knew. <laughs> anyway. A really great moment for hip-hop, and hopefully next year we get a Jay-Z, Nas, Lil Wayne, and Drake Super Bowl performance. That's right, Champagne Poppy, book it. Just wishful thinking. I digress. Come on. When? When are you going to start talking about wrestling, DJ Kuzma? Guess what? Whenever you feel like it here on the Casual Wrestling Takeover Show. All right, all right. Enough of the Super Bowl and halftime performance (laughs) chit-chat. Let's get to it. Naomi, I gotta say, hands down and a round of applause for Naomi. Shout out to the SmackDown creative team for the good booking decisions for Naomi ever since she moved to SmackDown last year. I wish I could say the same about Shannon Baszler. Anyway, I remember the the time when Naomi was on Raw last year and she was pretty much a lost soul due to the poor booking of her and then creative put Naomi in a tag team with Lana. Then, unfortunately, due to budget cuts, WWE released Lana, which then left Naomi without a tag partner, and then subsequently, she did not get any consistent TV time on Monday Night Raw. Now, let's fast forward to August 2021, and then for the remainder of the last year into this year, Naomi has been feuding with Sonya Deville. Now, I'm going to be in the minority here and say that I am enjoying this long-term feud of Naomi versus Sonya Deville. In my opinion, it's showing the progression of a long-term storyline between the two women, which at times the WWE doesn't really invest in long-term storyline bookings, with the exception of Roman Reigns, the Usos, and of course the repeated Veer Mahan video packages every single week on Monday Night Raw. I agree, but um, let's see what he said about Naomi. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I agree with you about this, DJ. Now, before now, I was sick of it. I was tired of it. I was, like, really done with this whole Sonya Naomi, and I felt like they dragged it too long. But now that they're starting to pay it off, it's starting to feel like, okay, yes, we're mm-hmm. finally getting there. Now, I agree with you. Yes, WWE don't they don't do long term booking and all that jumbo jumbo. But just because it finally paid off and it made sense don't mean we had to wait this long. We could have paid this off at Royal Rumble. I mean they really drug this this out to WrestleMania. This is gonna be a WrestleMania match. And even when Naomi beats it at WrestleMania, I mean who cares? At the end of the day, so but I do like it. Let me get it right. You know, I like it. Don't you like it? Yes. You know, I like it. Good match. And she had a great match against Charlotte. You know, hey. Also, this feud of Sonya Deville and Naomi is not centered around the SmackDown women's title, which goes to show that you don't always need a championship to tell a good long-term storyline. With that being said, I'm looking forward to the big payoff at WrestleMania. That's right. I said it. WrestleMania where Naomi can finally get her hands on Sonya Deville and end the feud. However, in my opinion, for this potential WrestleMania match between Sonya and Naomi to take place, the stakes gotta be raised, and it can't be a regular match. 
I propose either a no holds bar match or a falls count anywhere match. And the stipulation is if Sonya loses this match, she will be removed from her duties as WWE official and must return to full time in ring competition for or face the consequences. Anyway, back to Naomi. I like her chances of winning that match against Sonya and then moving on to feuding with Shayna Baszler or being part of a triple threat of Charlotte versus Naomi versus Ronda for the SmackDown Women's title at WWE Backlash. No, sorry, I mean WrestleMania Backlash. One last thing about Naomi. This past Friday night, it was an awesome main event match against Charlotte Flair. So many near falls and a few hope spots that made me think that Naomi might win the title. With that being said, and to finally close the emo portion for the TakeOver mailbag, I'm going to mention this. Elimination Chamber Predictions. Alright, let me get that real quick. I'm, talk about when you interrupt the email and they they go ahead and finish it off and now you're like, okay, I can see that. Hey, I like it. Yeah. That's a great way to end it at WrestleMania. The only thing I will say, the I disagree with the Falls Count Anywhere stipulation. Go big or go home. Hell in the cell. I mean, if if it's this big, long, blood feud as deep, deep and rooted in the past year of getting of, of put on the back seat and the back burn and treated like crap and the boss just grinding your face in it and kicking you in the mud. Hey, we need hell in the cell. I like your stipulation of her being able to have to force to go back to competition and it being a good I push. I do like that. Yeah, being a good push for Naomi, but you got to put it hell in the cell. I, I mean, I don't even think the cage is good enough. I, we want hell in the cell. I want that red thing. <laughs> you know, the red box they have. It ain't silver no more. It's red. Give me that. But um, I agree, don't you? Yeah. And I think totally. they have a good, good chance of winning. Vegas agrees with you. So, all right. Let's keep going. Predictions. Elimination Chamber predictions. Whoop, whoop. Now, I know from the outcomes that I predicted to happen at Royal Rumble did not happen. Thanks to Mr. Casual Wrestling Fan and whatever inside sources he got at his fingertips. Ah! I will try again and get most of my predictions correct for this Saturday's Elimination Chamber premium live event. Okay, here it goes. One, Rey Mysterio versus The Miz. I'm booking The Miz to win this match. I know, I know. <laughs> the Miz has lost two matches to start the year. The singles match he had with Edge at a day one and this husband and wife tag team match he was a part of at the Royal Rumble. I can't remember the last time Rey Mysterio has won a singles match. And I have a feeling this feud is leading to some sort of WrestleMania match. The Miz, please do not disappoint me. This is your third and final chance to win me over. And as they say, saying goes, third time's a charm. All right, now, now DJ, once again, the third time in a row, Vegas disagrees with you, sir. They say that Rey Mysterio is the favorite. Now, the only reason why I'm being funny right now, you guys, because me and Miss Guys Russell fandom picked the Miz two times in a row, too. So we in the boat with you. Yes, we have. <laughs> so don't feel bad like I'll no. We did the same thing. Now I'm gonna tell you this right now. I don't know if I'm gonna do it a third time, sir. You got a lot of trust in the Miz. I like the Miz, great wrestler. But now I will give you this. If they want them to go to WrestleMania, the Miz has to win. I don't see Ray winning and then 
Well, I mean, you can do it either way, but you you, you let Miz cheat the win, and then they had a WrestleMania match, or you know who knows? Maybe Ray goes over and they drag it. All right, let's keep going. Two, Drew McIntyre versus Madcap with Happy Corbin. I'm booking Drew McIntyre to win this match just because it's time for Drew to move on from this feud and get back to Roman Reigns for the Universal title and most likely a WrestleMania backlash if Creative doesn't book the Triple Threat Universal title match at WrestleMania. The Usos versus... Oh, let's do him real quick. Okay. Um, Drew McIntyre is obviously the favorite. Of course. And Vegas agrees with you. And... It, it, it's really bad about what they did to Drew McIntyre, don't you think? Yes, I do. I mean, he and I—he went from on top to, you know, where he's at now. And and you know, kind of there. They had to cool him off. I get it. He was on that borderline for the turn. But he was a great champion. Oh, he was. He got us through COVID, and people forget that. You know, he really got us through COVID, and he you really know, did. they had to cool him off. But here's your problem. He's very cool. Drew, if Drew goes against Roman right now, yeah, we know Drew McIntyre, but he's going in cold, essentially. I mean, you got wins over Madcap Moss. Who cares? But we're going to continue. Three, the Usos versus the Viking Raiders for the SmackDown Tag Titles. I don't have to go into any further explanations on this match. I'm booking the Usos to retain the titles. I agree. Vegas agrees with you, sir. So you get the Vegas snap of approval. I mean, as I said earlier, they haven't did much with the Viking Raiders. They're just a tag team that they can that the Usos can beat. So let's continue. Ronda Rousey and Naomi versus Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville. This tag team match could have easily been a fatal four-way match for the SmackDown women's title. If Vince and Creative wanted to book this. Anyway, I'm going to book Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville to win this tag team match. I think Naomi is going to get pinned or rolled up by Charlotte Flair after a distraction from Sonya Deville. There's still more time to build up a feud with Charlotte and Ronda. And giving Ronda the win is too early for from a creative, creative standpoint because one... She just came back. Two, if she is being booked as a babyface, it makes sense for Rhonda to go through some form of storyline adversity and not make it so obvious that she will defeat Charlotte at WrestleMania. It's all about good character development in building up the babyface to finally get the playoff win. Plus, I mentioned before, I am enjoying the feud of Naomi and Sonya Deville, which is definitely far from over. Okay. Well, um, who do you say? Charlotte and Sonya. Mm-hmm. Vegas disagrees with you, sir. They say that uh, Ronda and Naomi's going to win. And I'll say this. I like your points. You have very valid points. You know, Ronda does have to face adversity, but I mean... I can see Ronda winning. I can see Ronda losing. But I don't think Ronda nor Charlotte might. Well, Ronda could get the win. I don't think Charlotte gets a win here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't see Charlotte beating Naomi for sure. I don't see Charlotte beating. Well, I guess you could see Charlotte. Okay, so, hey, it's very plausible. That's all I'm saying. Here nor there. Great pick. Let's keep going. Five. 
Becky Lynch versus Lita for the Raw Women's title. Here we go. I really wish Lita was in her prime in the era of women wrestling around Bianca or even Charlotte's age in the WWE, not in the Divas era, because Lita might have been one of Becky's toughest challengers yet. With that being said, she, it's just a pipe dream (laughs) and an afterthought of Lita winning. Because no offense, Lita, she is not the future of women wrestling in the WWE anymore. Therefore, I am booking Becky Lynch to retain the title and then later find out from the Women's Elimination Chamber who her WrestleMania opponent will be. Big time Bex and Vegas big time agrees with you, sir. As you heard earlier, great pick, don't you think? Yep. Big time for the big time. Six, speaking of the women's Elimination Chamber match, let's get to it. The Elimination Chamber winner will get the opportunity to face Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Here are the challengers. Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Dewdrop, Nikki Trash. Oh, Lord. He said Nikki, T-R-A-S-H. Yes. (laughs) Liv Morgan and Alexa Bliss. I'm looking... I'm booking Bianca Belair to win the Elimination Chamber and finally get her WrestleMania moment against Becky Lynch for Raw Women's title. Since Becky has returned to the WWE, she has been a provable throne in Bianca's side and always coming up short to Becky's cheating ways. I think the runner-up in the Elimination Chamber match will be Rhea Ripley as creative continues to gradually build her back up as a babyface to the main event status. However, someone has to be eliminated first and I'm booking that it would be Nikki T-R-A-S-H. There it is. Um, Vegas agrees with you. Bianca Belair number one odds. Um, who do you say she gonna be? Who do you say? That's bad for Rhea. Rhea is, in no offense to Rhea, she's always, she's been second fiddle to um, Bianca since she's been here. She was number two in the Royal Rumble against Bianca and lost. She won the, the championship around the same time Bianca, and she lost it before Bianca did. Even in the gauntlet match, she lost to Bianca. And now look again, she's going to lose to Bianca again. So it's kind of bad for Rhea. Yeah. But I, it's very plausible. It and now I do like what they're doing with Nikki ASH. I know y'all giving her a little... A little hate right now, but they're making a heel. If they turn into a Kurt Angle type character, they they go into the fences. Mm. But um, let's continue. Seven, Roman Reigns versus Goldberg for the Universal Title, a match that was two years in the making, where we could have had a babyface Roman versus a heel Goldberg for the Universal Title at WrestleMania 36. However, now that the roles are reversed, and Roman is succeeding at a as Hill far beyond Vince's expectations. There's no chance in Hill that Goldberg leaves Elimination Chamber as the Universal title. Although Goldberg is 2-0 in Saudi Arabia over the past year with wins against The Fiend and Bobby Lashley, I'm still booking that. The tribal chief, the head of the table, Mr. Acknowledged Me, and the Reigns will retain and walk 
into the WrestleMania, all champions of the world, accompanied by Paul Heyman and the Usos. There it is. And you know, obviously, Vegas agrees with you. You know, how can you book Roman Reigns to lose this match? You know, he's going to retain. You know, so Vegas agrees with you. Goldberg, now, you got to give Goldberg some type of shot because he can win. But I had to doubt it, obviously. I mean, Vegas says you're right, so guess what? You're probably right. So let's continue. Eight. Now, the main event, and I really hope it is the main event, and that is the men's elimination chamber match with the WWE title on the line. Here are the challengers. Austin Theory, Seth Rollins, Matt Riddle, AJ Styles, Brock Lesnar, and the WWE champion, the almighty Bobby Lashley. Come on. This is a tough, tough prediction. So many variables and possibilities that might happen in this match. But the one constant, yeah, one constant is that I'm booking that at the end of the night, Bobby Lashley will walk out of the chamber as the survivor and return his WWE title. It's hard to see Brock getting eliminated, but there is a possibility that either Drew or Roman Reigns might get involved and interfere in the match after when a referee gets briefly knocked out of the attempt for Brock F5 or an accidental Bobby Lashley spear to the referee. Anyway, whatever craziness happens, Bobby Lashley will retain the WWE title. Because if he, if Brock wins the WWE title, that will, that will mean for Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, or even Matt Riddle, if there is no one on one or t- triple WWE title match. If my opinion, it would not be fair if Brock wins back to WWE title in Monday Night Raw. Most likely might have a marquee matchup to main event either night one or night two of WrestleMania. The runner-up for the this men's elimination chamber match, I'm booking it to be Seth Rollins, so at least Seth Rollins can finally get that one-on-one WWE title opportunity and if i'm not mistaken didn't seth rollins win some sort of contract to get a one-on-one opportunity to face the wwe championship and they got used up a day one champion they got used up a day one sir everybody that crashed in on his match um but who he say he thought bobby gonna retain Mm -hmm. said bobby to retain and guess what vegas says that's number two odds so that's great odds and that's a great pick now in Discord, that's exactly what I said, sir. I said there is, I don't see Brock losing outside of one way. And that's with a Roman Reigns interference. But would Roman really interfere two matches in a row? Now, he could. And I'm saying, I'm not saying they can't. And they have to open the door to let a loser out. So it's easy for a wrestler to barge in. And there's no rules. So it's not mm-hmm. like you're breaking the rule. So, yes. If. Roman Reigns interferes or any member of the bloodline interferes, Bobby retains. And and I'll go on paper saying that. You know, not giving my predictions for the end. Mm-hmm. But I believe this. Either Brock wins, and if Brock don't win, Bobby retains. In Mr. Casual Wrestling fans' world, 
that's the only two options. There's no AJ. There's no no self. There's nobody else in my equation but a Bobby retain or a Brock win. That's it. So um, let's finish off the letter and um, yeah. Last but certainly not least, someone has to get eliminated first, and I'm booking that Austin Theory will be the first to be eliminated in this men's elimination chamber match. Ooh. I will be muting all notifications for Twitter, Instagram, and our Discord chat because I will not be watching it live and I'm avoiding any spoilers at all costs. Thanks again, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan and the TakeOver crew. Take care, everyone. This is DJ Kuzmo signing off. Peace. Peace. Thank you, Kuzmo. There you go, a good question. Who do you think is going to be the last one? I have no idea. I mean, excuse me. Who do you think will be the first one eliminated? I, I'm going to hit go with Shaka, AJ Styles. Yeah. I think AJ. I'd have to agree with that. He's going to be the first one out of there. And it's going to be a sh- shocking one. Like, it's going to really shock people. There we go. Matt's already in here. Again. But it's really going to shock people. And I and and that's like when Randy Orton, what was it, last year? Mm-hmm. Same situation. He got eliminated quick. And everybody was like, oh, my God, I can't believe Randy was in there for two minutes. I think that might be an AJ Styles moment. Right. Shocking, right? Yeah. Who you think? Is it going to be think- Austin Theory? You think it's going to be a riddle? I know it's not going to be a Seth Rollins. It's I not think gonna AJ's be- going to get put out first. Oh, there it is. that's what we're talking oh, about. Oh, you heard the cat wrestling fan. That, hey, so... I guess that's our prediction. We didn't map that out. So if we wrong, we wrong. We're going to ride with it. That's our, that's our shucky-ducky, quack-quack moment of the night in my Booker T voice. But we're going to go on to the next email. And it comes from us from Chris B. Shout out to Chris, Hi, Chris. B. Hey, no pleasantries besides thanks for writing in. We're going to go straight you. into your letter in three, two, one. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan. This is the first time I'm writing in for a takeover show. Now, a few things I want to go over. Regarding Seth Rollins, where do you think they positioned him by the time Mania comes along? In my opinion, he deserves the WWE Championship. Next, what do you guys think of the Cody Rhodes rumor? I've never been a big fan of him, but I appreciated his work. It was a shock. And lastly, if you had to handpick an opponent to finally take the title from Roman, who would it be? Question is for both of you guys. That's all. Thank you. And the rest of the podcast family. Dr. BGB is out. Stop by again and soon for the next checkup. Okay. Hey. So guess what? You're going to be in a casual wrestling fan designated doctor. (laughs) How about that? But um, let's go straight into it. Start with your last point first in my Matt voice. Um, who would you have taken off Roman? Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Uh, yes. See, that hurts my heart because I can't put it on Seth. It hurts, but it's realistic. But he don't deserve it. But he does. But he don't. But he does. But he don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think he deserves it. But, you know, that's me. You know. Ah. I don't think Drew deserves it. I don't think Self deserves it. I don't think I don't think none of those people deserve it. You know, I I don't I I can't stand Braun Breaker, so I (laughs) don't think he deserves it. All right, y'all, he go an off the wall pick. Everybody's gonna shoot me hate mail, and I don't even care. Damian Priest. Hmm. No, they no Finn Balor. 
Ooh, they could have like did that. that, but they messed it up. You know, already lost to him. So yeah. not Finn. So hey, I'm going Damian Priest. I would have said Finn Balor had he not lost. Right. Give me DP. All right. Um, they I, I think they position themselves Rollins to become the champ. And I said this two yeah. pay per views ago, but I'm gonna I'm gonna double down. Seth Rollins will be your next WWE champion, and then mm. Brock Lesnar. No, I can't say that because if I say that and I pick Brock to win it, then that's. Yeah, that's stupid. So, no. But I think they are positioning him to win a belt. And I will say, if Brock doesn't win the belt and Bobby does retain, I can see Seth going against Bobby at WrestleMania and taking the belt. Yeah. You know I what I mean? I can see that. And about Cody Rhodes, I wasn't a big Cody Rhodes fan. Either. I was a Stardust fan. I know that. Yeah. That's probably shocking. Hey, Stardust, Gold Dust, hey, that works for me. They funny. <laughs> but I wasn't a big Cody Rhodes fan. But, hey, that's massive. If they get him in WWE and that's true, and that's and, and the rumor I heard is he could be there this weekend taping promos, so and some vignettes, so we can see, you know, what's gonna happen. You yeah, know, that's this, true. this is interesting, and you know, it's the first shot of, of uh, WWE getting an AEW star. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I'm not gonna go off in my AEW rant. We just gonna keep it moving to. What Matt says is the last email of the night. Yay. And it comes from, hey, sometimes when you last, you first. That's it right. comes from Randy the patron. Randy! Shout out to Randy the patron. Hey, he used to be in number one. Guess what? You the close of the night, baby. You Yay. the close of picture. And that's fine. But we're going to get straight to your letter, sir. In three, two, one. Hey, Casual Wrestling family. It's way for it. Randy the Patron. LOL. Okay, first, what what's a time to be a wrestling fan, honestly? It is a, a crazy time to be a wrestling yeah. fan. Lita coming back. Austin possi- possibly coming back. Cody may be coming back like, wow. However, I have to say I'm excited for Lita and Becky. Lita being one of my favorites and actually meeting her. The question is, do you think it is a one-off or an actual run? Um, If you're asking, is the match between her and Becky a one-off? Uh, yes. If I you're agree. asking, is she back on a run? Yes. I think Lita's going to be here for a few matches. I think she'll be like on the edge schedule. She comes in. She might you know, be. She'll, she picks a few with somebody who's not really doing much that needs to be elevated and, you know, and needs some camera time. And she fused with them. She keeps it pushing. You know, I'd like to see Lita Bianca. I like to see Leah Rhea, and I know these are faces, and they're not going to do that. But I'm just saying, you yeah. know, there's plenty of matches that Lita could have. Hey, Lita Charlotte, I'm here for it, you know. Right. So, yes, I agree with that, but let's keep going. Next, Austin possibly coming back is awesome. Oh, yeah. My favorite wrestler. I can remember watching his matches with my father, and the fact that I could be able to watch him wrestle again with my father is just a dream come true. But you think it's a one-off? I'll say this now. Austin, that's Matt's favorite. You know, Stone Cold is one of my grandfather's favorite. Oh, hell yeah. You know, we like that. Um, Yes, I think it is a one-off. There is a possibility that he might get the bug back. But, I mean, every part of me that wants to say, yes, it's going to be a, a one-off, then I think about Sting and AEW, and it's like, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> he could go on a run like a Tom Brady. But, no, I think it's a one-off. They rumoring that Kevin Owens. I don't really like that match. 
you know, but hey, we take what we can get at Stone Cold, beer bath, stunners. Yeah. Let's go. Now, I wanted to ask you what you think of them having NXT and WWE going up and down with opponents. For example, Dolph and Champa. Do you think it's a way of trying to get them ready for WWE or just have no storylines? LOL. If we're talking about Dolph Ziggler, it's no storyline. Um, and, and And to be honest, that, that helps Dolph. I mean, yeah. Dolph Ziggler is a vet. He elevates. You know who he is. Yeah. He's, he's the showstopper. I know everybody, you know, equates him to Shawn Michaels, but man, the boy, he really do got swag and pizzazz. So, but no, I think it's they don't have nothing to do with him, and you can't make him a job because of Dolph Ziggler, even though he doesn't win much, he's still a threat. But that's the credibility to Dolph Ziggler. When the last time Dolph Ziggler really won a one on one match, and he probably that's has, true. and I just can't remember, but that's even more the point. I mean, but he's still a threat. You put him in a championship match tomorrow, people will still bet on him and say, oh, he could pull it off. Well, let's go. Last, as much as I want Seth to win, I think Brock retains because WWE wants title versus title. I do think that Alexa is going to win just because she is my favorite. But if not, her then, Bianca, most likely making it a triple threat Rhea, Becky, and Bianca. That is all for this week. Be safe. Randy the Patron. Randy the Patron. Thank you, Randy. Great letter. And, and I'll say this. Um, He said Brock, Brock gets it. Yeah, uh, Vegas agrees with you. Um, Alexa, she's your favorite. That's cool, too. Uh, Vegas gives her the number two odds to win it. A great pick again. Um. Yeah. Awesome. A triple threat match with Becky Rhea and um, Bianca. Yeah, I'm here for that. Yeah. I'm not big on triple threats, but if you got to do it to somebody, I guess. No, no. You got to give me a Bailey. Take out Rhea. Give me Bailey. Let it be Bailey or Oscar or Paige or whoever. Just, I'm sorry. You, you haven't positioned Rhea in a sense to make me want to see her in triple threat. That's not my fault. That's WWE creative fault. You know, I book agree. better. You book better, I'd be on board for this. So, But I'm really not. And, you know, I'm not crapping on you if you like it. Or for anybody yelling at you, um, listening to Vice right now, saying, no, I like it. Hey, I like it too. I'm going to watch it. I'm a fan. But, Great letter, um, Randy the Patron. We appreciate you writing Thank in. You, Randy. And guess what? We're going to head straight into our Yay! predictions yeah. for the Elimination Chamber. So, for everybody that thinks I got an in at, at, at WWE, you're wrong. I just nope. worked there. You didn't know that. No, I'm playing. I don't. <laughs> no, 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 hate me all of a sudden. No. But anyway, so we're going to go down our predictions real quick. And we're going to start. And some of the, most of these we agree on. I mean, it's pretty simple. Yes. I'm pretty sure you know the ones we don't agree on. <laughs> but we're going to get there. We're going to start with Rey Mysterio versus The Miz. And we obviously said Rey Mysterio. Right, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm, I'm getting off The Miz train, right? Yeah. We off. We off. I'm sorry, Kuzmo. I couldn't do it. You, you you burn me twice. What they say? First time, shame on you. Second time, shame on me. It's not gonna be a third time. Nope. Rey Mysterio, he's on the cover of the, of the little video game. Mm-hmm. He's rated a ninety overall on the video game. Right. We going with that guy. So we're gonna go next to Drew versus Madcap. We not even finna. 
No, y'all know it's true all day. Let's keep it pushing. Usos, Viking Raiders. We the ones. We the ones. We the ones. Put your ones in the fire. Put them up. Let's go. Uso. That's easy too. Uh, let's go. Okay, Ronda Naomi versus Charlotte and Sonya. And I think Ronda Naomi's gonna take the win. There it is, Ronda Naomi. You heard it here first. Uh-oh. Casual wrestling crew. We we going that way with it. Yeah. Give it to Ronda Naomi. All right. Next, we're gonna go to Becky first. Leader. And in a fight without big time Bex. Big time Bex. And guess what? I don't like her, but it's big time. Yeah. So she retains, reigns, and retains. Let's keep going. Next, we're gonna go to Roman Reigns. Versus Oberg. Roman Reigns. Come on, we Tribal the ones. Chief. Acknowledge him. We do. Hey, who else? He reigns and retains. He runs over Goldberg. And isn't this his last match on his contract? Yeah. If somebody knows that, please write that in. Okay. Um, but yes, Roman reigns and retains, as always. All right, now here goes the main events. The showstoppers. This is what we're here for. We're going to start with the women. Okay. Bianca versus Alexa versus Rhea versus Liv versus Dewdrop versus Nikki A.S.H. And Miss Casual Wrestling fan said... I'm sorry, you guys, Alexa. (laughs) And Miss Casual Wrestling fan said... I said Rhea. Rhea Ripley. I'm going with Rhea, guys. So... Now, Mr. Casarissa fan didn't pick, <laughs> but I'm going to go. Now, I ain't going to lie, you guys. If everybody said Alexa, I'm really torn because I want to say Alexa Bliss right now, but I got to go with the EST Ooh, of WWE. Bianca. Bianca Belair. Write it down. You heard it here first. Go make your bets in Vegas. That's right. Anyway, now, the last match of the night. Uh-oh. We got Austin Theory. We got Riddle, AJ Styles, Seth Freaking Rollins, Brock Lesnar, and the Almighty Bobby Lashley. Miss Casual Wrestling fan, tell the people at home who you think is gonna walk out of the Elimination Chamber, the WWE Champion. You know, it's no other than Seth Uh-oh. freaking Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. Oh, my God. Yes, really? sir. Yeah, I heard it here first. Miss Casual Wrestling fan said, bet it on Seth. Burn it down. Seth freaking Rollins. All right. Now, Mr. Casual Wrestling fan is really torn. <laughs> because if you guys know, Bobby can retain. As I told you, a Brock can win it. And I think that's the only two. And if we this was pick two, pick them, hey, Brock and Bobby all day long. If if mark my words, you guys, if Brock does not win, Bobby retains. If Bobby don't retain, Brock wins. I think that's the only two scenarios we're working with. Now and and, and let me give you the last one. If Roman Reigns interferes, Bobby retains. If anybody from the hurt, I mean, excuse me, anybody from the bloodline gets inside the elimination chamber, Bobby retains. Mm-hmm. So guess what? 
I made my pick last time, last second, and I'm doing it again. Bobby Lashley will retain. Write it down. Mark it in your book. There will be bloodline spilled all in that cage. And it's going to be the bloodline doing it to Brock Lesnar. It's not going to be title versus title. That's not going to happen. Because if it was going to be title versus title, then Brock would never have lost the belt. Right. If you wanted title v. title, Brock would have won it in January, would have steamrolled Bobby Lashley, would have steamrolled Elimination Chamber, and rolled high yeah. in the WrestleMania. But that didn't happen. And they could have did it in that moment to stop, make a pit stop, say, no, let's let's run this. It's a train. They're going for each other. Let it, but how he's going into the Royal Rumble? Well, he did it two years ago yeah, when Drew won it. True. Who was in there as champion? Brock Lesnar. So guess what? Why he can do it again? So so let's not act like, well, he had to lose the belt to get in the Royal Rumble. No, he didn't. Charlotte Flair was in it. And she was champ. Yeah. So that has been precedent set. So we can't say, well, there was no way to get there. Yes, it was. So that was the perfect setup for title v. title. They didn't go that way. So I don't think it is that way. I think it's a Bobby Lashley retain marketing your books. Call your booker, go to Vegas, go onlinebet.com, whatever you do. But guess what? That's our predictions from the show. Yes. We thank you for listening. Thank we you. We thank you guys for always giving us comments. Shout out to all our usual people from Kuzmo, DJ Kuzmo. Awesome. Shout out to you. Thank DJ you, Kuzmo, Kuzmo. Um, The Crisis, New York Kyle, um, Tommy S, Randy the Patron. Shout out to you guys. And I want everybody to lock and load. Let's get ready for the Elimination Chamber. Yes, get ready for, let's get ready. Get ready for Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Goldberg, Becky Lynch, Lita. You got so much to look forward to, guys. So let's get pumped. Let's get ready. WrestleMania is around the corner. WrestleMania season. And that's the next time you hear from us, guys. We'll hear from us the Wednesday before the WrestleMania premiere live event or premium live event, however you want to say it. So, hey, we're going to sign off now. And we hope everyone has a great chamber night that's right great chamber night we look forward to the chat and discord and, and thanks for having us matt and yes it's right always a pleasure that's right so we're gonna keep it simple you guys y'all have a great night we'll talk to you next time thanks for listening to the wwe podcast don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a show or head to wwepodcast.com And for all of these shows ad-free, head over to patreon.com slash WWE podcast. Until then, we'll see you next time.